All right, and welcome back to the Film Crumbs Podcast, where we talk about movies and shit like that. My name is Kane, and join with me today is Wes. Hello. Mason. Woo! And Connor. Howdy. First of all, um, we're going to talk about the last four movies that we've watched uh, before Spider-Man, and then we're just going to go into an all-out Spider-Man discussion about The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, directed by Mark Webb. Um, I had Webb in his name. Yeah. We also pre-ordered our tickets for No Way Home. By the time this podcast is out, that will definitely be before then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we are strict on our schedules. <laughs> This is all we do. We don't have any other obligations. Oh, yeah, no, tomorrow, at the time of recording this, tomorrow is Friday, meaning you've got a whole 24 fucking hours to edit this bad boy. Yeah. yeah. Don't give away our secrets. Oh, yeah, <laughs> shit, cut this out. Let me okay. just... <laughs> so I guess, Connor, let's start with you. So the last four that I watched before these two amazing Spider-Mans uh, were the first Spider-Man, watched that for... Uh, Thanksgiving. It's my favorite movie. It's best Thanksgiving movie ever. Then oh, that watched... is a Thanksgiving movie. Sorry. Yes, absolutely. Then we all watched uh, The Gentleman, which is really good. Oh yeah, I guess let's talk about that real quick. Thumbs I up. bought it on 4K. Worth it. That was the first movie we watched together on 4K, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> on our TV, that is. Or new <laughs> 4K TV. Yeah. We got the new uh, 4K TV. You can log the setup that you weren't there for. Uh, on Letterbox. It's a special event. <laughs> it was just so good that we had to log it. It took like 10 yeah. minutes, though. You really just had to be there. <laughs> um, yeah, so the gentleman, I don't know. Thoughts? I just like how quick and witty the dialogue is. Mm -hmm. And how very flirtatious it is. For no reason. Just like... The snappy back and forth dialogue is very just flirtatious. Like that one, um, when they keep going back to the conversation between, I don't know his name, but Charlie Hunnam's character and the P.I. who wrote the, uh, the little screenplay. Hugh Grant. Yes. yes. I knew that, totally. And, uh, but like, he's like, you see, I've got contingencies. You could do horrible, terrible things to me, and some of them I might enjoy. Like, it was just, oh, yeah. was, that vibe was their entire... Uh, back and forth from start to finish and I just really liked that yeah I would suck Charlie Hunnam's dick yes for sure especially yeah. in that movie he was hot right I was everyone like, was pretty hot yeah I everyone was hot yeah. yeah also uh, it's one of my favorite Matthew McConaughey roles in this movie yeah 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 sorry because he wasn't interacting with all the people until I guess the but, Charlie Hunnam's character halfway through but. yeah so it took me a while. But just his character. I really like it. Yeah, that was really good. I just, I don't know. I wish British people were real. <laughs> to quote my review. It, that, that was That's all I got. I think I, I think I gave it four and a half. I it, gave was, it, it was I gave, really good. Yeah, really I gave it good. four. I would definitely watch it again. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I gave it four and a half, too. It was the first and only movie I have seen at Alamo Draft House. Really? That's funny because I also saw it at Alamo Draft House. Nice. It came out. Yeah, no, uh, we went for... It's a very classy movie, for a classy experience. Yeah. It was uh, one of my friend's birthdays, so we were all like, let's go see a movie. And he was like, well, I don't want to just go to Cinemark or something. I want to go to Alamo Draft House." I was like, yeah. Ordered uh, Irish coffee there. Nice. Great. Irish coffee it's, at Alamo Draft House? Yeah. It's like <laughs> this little, like, they give you this cup, and it's just creamy, alcoholic drink. It's awesome. Yeah. I might get that. I mean... We're going to be there for like an hour before the movie starts, so yeah. do whatever you want. 
We're also going to Alamo Draft House. Shout out to Alamo before No Way Home. Maybe yes. one day they'll sponsor us. Yeah, one day. <laughs> we'll shit on one movie and they'll be like, No! Yeah. <laughs> Done! No tell more! Them, tell them that I have the Cinemark Movie Pass, they'll shit themselves. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Alamo Draft House. <laughs> or Mrs. No. So what did you think about Gentleman? Did you already say it? Uh, it was pretty good. It was just real gay. A lot of editing. It was nice. I don't really have much to say about it, honestly. Have you seen more of this director's work, Mason? No. Uh, it's uh, no, Guy Ritchie, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Guy Ritchie? Yeah. I have not. He directed Snatch. Oh, uh, I he really did, want to see that. He did Snatch, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. Ah, uh, yes, I've seen those movies, too, and those are great. The really? live-action Aladdin remake, he did that. Uh, I didn't see that, but I know it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> all it was, of those. All I also... Those. I also forget that he I does. Guess. What? It was just, yeah. Sorry. Aladdin. He was talking about, like normally Disney movies. Like no matter who the directors are, they're just gonna be the same thing. Yeah. Like uh, who's that guy? We really like uh, Marvel guy. No. John Favreau. John Favreau with, the with the Lion King. It was just the Lion King. Yeah, John Favreau is a pretty good director, but he but got he, the Lion King. But he also did the Jungle Book remake, and that was really good. Oh well, well that was good. Yeah. I didn't I, see I, it. That's probably just because. If you point to like older animated Disney, people go like, "Oh yeah, Aladdin, Lion King, the other ones that I can't think of right now." But no one goes like, "Man, I just love the Jungle Book." Maybe I could be wrong. I could just be spreading false information. No, that's fair. I, I could be spreading my own propaganda against the original Jungle Book. You are not safe for propaganda. I don't even remember it that much. I, I remember those so it scenes. It's fine. It's. I like the songs. I like uh, Shere Khan. I remember. Is them all like flowing down a river and singing bare necessities. Yeah, yeah. it's all. They even slapped that. Is that song. what that song is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even slapped that <laughs> song in the live action Jungle Book, and the live action Jungle Book wasn't even a musical. Well, really, they, really, you have to keep that song. Really quick, my problem with the Lion King was that they took out the best song, Scar song. Oh yeah. Yeah, they made it an instrumental. But anyways, um, yeah, well, gentleman's good. Would you rate it? Y'all rate it? Uh, I'll I'll give it a four and a half. I already know that. I gave it a four. Four. I think you also gave it a four. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. Solid movie. Right. It's no, right. it's a it's a good movie. What did you see after that, Connor? Uh, After Hours. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Movies. We'll do that individually since Mason hasn't seen it. No, okay. No spoiling. Okay. What, what After I, Hours? What is this? That's it's, a Scorsese flick. Uh, but it's not. What's like, your favorite genre though? Just a single night character going through shit. Oh, it's awesome! awesome. Like See, I it was it like back in February or something. I think I think it wasn't my review, but I remember telling you this after the movie was over. Like this movie walked so Good Time could run. Have you seen Good Time? Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I need to watch that too. Yeah. That's awesome. You haven't seen either of those, dude. Oh. If it has a twenty four on it, I usually go. Oh, never mind. Sorry, nothing against a twenty four. Uh, it's just like the movies that I've seen from them haven't been like my favorite. Yeah. That's fair. So it's like Good Time's really good though. It's like when you slap Disney on something that's not like a Disney princess, you go, oh, you know, it's fantastic. No, I get it, but I do. I'm taking this with a grain of salt because I know you've seen like three A24 movies. Yeah. No. But, uh, it's the same kind of movie and this is solid. It's on the Criterion channel. Yeah, that will, it originally started because Reagan and I, Reagan came over and we were like, let's watch something on the Criterion channel because normally nobody wants to watch this with me except for Reagan for some reason. So, Legend. Yeah, so I'm looking. I'm looking at the leaving this month, and it was leaving in one day on the Criterion Channel. So I'm like, oh, I have to see this now. And then everybody just kind of came in. 
Yeah, yeah. It was like I was the only one who's like showed up before the movie started. You were like, You wanna join us? I was like, sure. No. Yeah, it's only an hour and a half, short, good. It's really good. Once it gets started, just not stop. Nice. It's not like cohesive too, it's not like oh, yeah. jumping. Oh man. Perfect. Five stars already. Those are my favorite type of things. So, like, I gave it four and a half. Fears and everybody wants some. Also, like those kind of that whatever that genre is, where it's like it's like, like takes place in one night. It's like if you take that and then combine it with the dialogue of Eraserhead. I wouldn't yeah. say that. Yes, dude, because he goes. He, what is? Because this guy goes around and he meets a bunch of different people, right? Also, my favorite genre, just yeah. a guy that goes around and meeting them, and they're all fucking nuts. You remember whenever he goes to the kitchen and they're like, "We got some chickens today," and then he starts cutting it, and it's all like the blood, and then the mom's like, "Ah!" You remember that? Like that entire like, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Too vividly. Yeah. That is every <laughs> too single, vividly. That is every single interaction in this movie. The, everybody yeah. here is nuts, but not. I guess that, but not to that extreme. Right. Except, except no, I, you, yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I think, think your your mind is going to like everything you didn't like about Eraserhead. Yeah, just that, that's why I was like, I'm thinking like, do you have that? Do you have another one? Once you'll see it. Oh, no. Once you'll <laughs> see it, you'll be like, yeah, I see how that's okay, cool, similar. When you say Eraserhead, I'm like, you can't. It's, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> don't worry. The biggest thing is I think that Scorsese, like, if this is his best representation of humanity, I don't think he knows how humans work. <laughs> right? But, like, I think if I take a step back and I go, this is kind of what David Lynch was doing whenever he wanted us to be in a different world. And that's, like, that's how I look at it. I think it. the best way I can, like, talk about how these people work that he meets, Florida Man. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's just, if Florida Man was very tough, the concept of Florida Man was just in dialogue. That. I'm assuming because it's Scorsese, it's in New York. Yes. Yeah. Of course. It's in Soho, actually. Yeah. A little Soho action. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I give it five stars. Uh, I gave it four and a half. It's my current favorite Scorsese film so far. How many Scorsese movies have I seen? Wow, because I even beat The Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, that was really okay. Like, it is not my. I don't remember it. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll rewatch it one day. I only remember I've that only one. seen three Scorsese movies, and this is what was my the third one. Favorite. Uh, the Departed. Oh, that's really oh, good. If you haven't seen it, that was also very. It's my Scorsese's movies are long. You gotta see I Goodfellas, bro. It, I was like, oh man. It is very long, but it's pretty good. I've seen Goodfellas as God tier, bro. Y'all gotta see that. You haven't seen Goodfellas? No, neither of them. I haven't either. No. Oh, I, I didn't know Shutter Island was Scorsese. Yeah. That's I didn't know Taxi Driver was Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that Hugo was Hugo. Is that how you say it? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Hugo. That, I don't know. I don't think that's really his. Yeah, that's my least. His name. His name's attached. He's to the it. director, but it's an animated movie, and it's not animated. It's not animated. No. no. It's just weird. And it's not. It's not weird. It's just I don't know. I watch it, and I, I honestly I hate that movie so much. Isn't it Chloe Grace Moretz? Yeah. 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 This is a track record of being in my least favorite movies. It's, it's not it's like, I don't... She's awesome in Kick-Ass. No, she's look, great in Kick-Ass, but she's also like 10. I agree with this. I don't look at <laughs> but Hugo. I wouldn't... I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't look at Hugo and go, this film is just so fucking bad. This doesn't make sense. This is stupid. I just, I don't know. I watched it, and it was supposed to be like this big thing, this celebration of film in general, and it was just so unbelievably boring. And I wanted to shoot myself in the nuts. It's just painful. It's just a slog in a weird, like, ugh, way. 
Like, I just feel... I feel... No, I'm going to stop it there. I don't know what I'm saying. Let's cut, cut out. That's how I felt about Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, it's like yeah. Alita oh. Battle Angel, but I hate that fucking movie. I never saw it, but I knew it was going to be bad. It's the worst I movie. still want to see it. I, I felt still asleep. See it, the way it was her, like Dune. It was like 30 minutes, and I got... The way her like character is built just bothers me. It was the way that the dialogue happened. That was really? my one problem. Because she would walk out in the street, and it's like... She would bump into someone, and like, Oh, I just met you. Bumped into you literally on the street, and now let's have an entire adventure. And then they just kind of... I don't know if the dialogue was Christoph so bad. Christoph Waltz is in it. That's the only reason I still want to see it. Is it? I'm going to be real. That's the only reason I, I still look at it every time I go to movie trading company or game exchange or something. I look at it and I hold it for five minutes and contemplate it. That was one of those movies where like I had to go take my brother. So mm. he loved it and I fell asleep. The same thing with Fast 9. I've so. heard very uh, mixed things on Alita anyways. I've heard yeah. some people go, yeah, it's really good. And then no. I've heard... I no. don't mind it. It was just really busy on the eyes. No. I don't ever want to watch Well, it is Robert Rodriguez. He's a very busy director. Oh. Uh, what do you see after um, Spy Kids is sex. a masterpiece. But a lot is happening. But in a good way. Yeah, but it's still a busy movie. It's a good kind of busy. Okay, I, busy, I never I never said busy is a bad busy. thing. That That's how you interpret it. It's I'm like just, saying. just busy enough. But he also did... <laughs> Going uh, from dusk to dawn, that was really busy in a good way. It's a good movie. Oh, it's, a good weird, it's weird, but it's it's fun. What'd you see Ooh, after? Vampires. That after that was Amazing Spider-Man Two. So. Okay, I'll go next. Sorry, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Oh, My free time is out. usually spent with video games, mm-hmm. and then I watch movies collectively. So the other day, Hunter came over. I don't know what he was doing, but he was here, and we watched Llamageddon. Um, finally, and it was actually really creative. There were, like, some shots that reminded me of the Evil Dead, Whoa. and, like, it was very, like, you know, those the yeah. face shots? Yeah. It was very Evil Dead-ish. I still want to watch those. Evil dead was it, was it Dan, our favorite character with the shirts? Yeah, and there... What? Oh, the Evil Deads? No. We'll still rewatch them. It's, it's fall. That's a fall movie. We have, like... Five days left to fall. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll watch it eventually. Like, I've been trying to get everybody just to watch Terrifier one time so we can talk about it and then be done with it. And then I can be the one that watches it on my own. Yeah. So, I gave Lamageddon five stars. There was this one character, I don't remember his name. What was his name? Dan, I think. Dan, and every single shot he had a different shirt on. Every single every shot. Every shot? Yeah. No, not shot. Just every scene? Scene. Well, I don't know. And then sometimes also, in between. scene would just be, like, split up in a kind of weird way and he just changed shirts mid-scene like but it, it was like it's like a visual gag or it was just a it care that's a visual had, gag yeah yeah, yeah. They, they, there's an IMDB fact that he changes shirts every three minutes yeah oh. it was just it, it happened a little slowly to start out with and then it just kept happening we're like is this intentional and then it just kept going and it was the funniest thing in the world yeah all the shirts were great it was genuinely creative and yeah. really funny he had a good line about a spoiler, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to It's a good moment. You gotta experience it. You just gotta yeah. see for yourself. It's it was so on good. Amazon, right? Yeah. Amazon Prime. First movie we watched on this big new 4K TV. What did you rate it? I don't know, like four. Four stars. This is amazing. And then after that, uh, the only movie that I've seen that we haven't talked about is The Virgin Suicides. And I, it took me a long time to watch this movie because it just looks like kind of boring. And for some reason, I thought it was set in Victorian era England. 
no clue why I thought that was... It's because Kirsten Dunst is in that Marie Antoinette movie. <sighs> I think I get those two confused a yeah. lot. Because she's young in both of those movies. Mm-hmm. So... So... And Marie Antoinette was after Spider-Man. She still looks very young. Very was young. it really after Spider-Man? Yeah. Damn. At least the first two. So I guess the theme of the movie yeah. is... What? No, no, it's just uh, Marie Antoinette is 2006. No. So it's before Spider-Man 3, but after Spider-Man 1 and 2. The Virgin Suicides, I kind of like, I'm thinking the like, theme of the movie is like overprotective parents, like breeds a really hostile household is kind of what's going on because I can't think that, is it Gia Capilla or Sophia? Sophia? I don't think that the Capillas, you know, rich family, come on, how many problems can they have? So whenever I look at this movie, it's just kind of like one of those, I don't know. It's a weird, angsty movie. It's more angsty than I thought it would be you know like i kind of i kind of feel like it's weird that she wrote and directed that as her first movie as well like that's really angsty it just kind of reminded me of my suicide but the female version and not found footage so yeah i gave it four and a half i really liked it yeah i watched it like a year ago i don't remember half of it but i remember liking it it was cool it was good i think it hit me in my feels yeah, I cried a bit at the end. It was like a coming-of-age movie with like a really crazy twist. Yeah. 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 So that's all I've seen. What? Oh. Well, I'm trying to fill out Tobey Maguire's filmography, and every time I mention this, Connor has like an aneurysm or something. I cannot fathom <laughs> why I want it to be 100%. So I've just been going through it, but the last four that I watched... Is Spoils of War from 1994. It's some TV movie where Toby's in the 70s. He goes to a city with his mom trying to find his dad. And it, it was basically like a soap opera, I guess. And I think that's pretty much it. That's the movie. Yeah. I don't remember the end. I'm not going to lie. I think I fell asleep a little bit. But it was cool. Then I watched Joyride. And everyone hates Joyride. But I thought it was fun. You know, there's just... Toby being an asshole. Those are my favorite roles of his, is him just being an asshole to everyone. I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. Mm-hmm. He's the greatest at that. And then there's some... It's it's like three different genres put into one. I, I don't know. I'm trying to not spoil this one, because you guys gotta watch it eventually. But there's some crime in it. There's some drama. There's some twists and turns. It's crazy. I recommend it. Okay. Even if you hate it, even if you think it's the worst thing ever. I'll probably watch it, for yeah. sure. And then, he was in Deconstructing Harry for a little bit. But not too much, though. And then I watched The Details from 2014. Just kidding, 2011. I read it wrong. That was like a dark comedy, I think. It was, it? A, it was a weird type of comedy. It was him and, and Elizabeth Banks are married, and they're having marriage problems. and Yeah, there's some death in it. It was cool. I still want to watch that. Brothers, and now that I finally have a copy on my oh, shelf. Oh, dumb down. Huh? Name the day. I'll be there. Yeah, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Brothers uh, is really Toby good. Jake Gyllenhaal. You've seen it? Yeah. I watched it like around the time it came out. Oh, so that was what? 20? 2009. 2009. Shit. I thought it was a little later than that. Yeah. I think I've seen it twice. I don't know. i to see it a third time. I should do a Hungry Hearts. Yeah, show them Hungry Hearts. Yeah. If only we could find it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We'll pirate it. I'll find it. Oh. 
<laughs> Never mind. Piracy is not a victimless crime, Kane. <laughs> Don't pirate anything ever. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Mason? Wait. Last one? Oh, Wait. sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry. The, the last one I watched, this was after the Spider-Man movies we just watched, but... Just read it. Doctor Strange from 1978. Not gonna lie, superior to 2016. Way better. It is so. It is like a. It's a TV movie. It was gonna be a pilot for a whole series. Didn't do well, of course. You know, none of those old pilots really did, except for like Hulk and Wonder Woman. But there's some cool effects, and the mm, names. Names, names. Sorry, give me two seconds. Are you talking about Arrested Development, Mom? Yeah, Jessica Walter, who passed away a few years ago, or last year. She is in it, and she is a young Morgan Le Fay, and Wong's in it, and it's just, it's really cool. It's a cool movie, especially for 78. Like, if I watched that on TV in that time period, this would be my favorite movie. Yeah? Yeah. And everyone else hates it, of course. So, after... These few movies, these past movies, I, yeah, I just like bad movies, I guess. And that's okay. <laughs> well, it's specifically the Marvel movies that people hate that I'm just like seem to be like, why? Yeah, you know, because fun. Eighty nine Punisher, people don't like that. That's a genuinely good movie. I loved it. Right, and then Doctor Strange, haven't seen it. I will not. I will never believe it's superior to 2016. It's I so good. Movie, but it's good. Um, Y'all love Howard the Duck. People hated that. Yeah, people hated Howard. People love Howard now. Now, but no, the the Reddit has like ninety people in it. That's Reddit. That's ninety people who we're talking more, about. More and more people keep coming around. Like, yeah, how the duck is pretty cool, and you know what? That's good for them. I'm glad people are appreciating it now. But the 1979 Captain America, there's two of them. I watched half of the first one. That is the most boring thing I've ever sat through. Yeah, it's awful. Have you seen it? Well, may, hold on. I think there was also a 90s Captain America movie. Yeah, I mean, 90s Captain America. That's funny. But 79 is just... 79 death. is the one with that really it's flimsy shit. Yeah. Okay, I've not seen that one. I was thinking about the 90s. Halfway the 90s through, he's one. still not in the costume. Hmm. And he just he just goes around. He's just talking. He's just talking. And there's no Nazis. It's just a, it's a modern day... In seventy nine. Yeah, there's Steve no Rogers, Rogers, you know? Yeah, this he is... just he has a car crash, really crazy car crash, and then people are like, Hey, you're like the best. You should be the best American. And nice. he's still not Captain America. He's just talking so much and some people have died. Uh, oh yeah. Captain America sorry, two spoilers, people died. Captain America 2, Death Too Soon, 1979. Which apparently, too, according to some reviews I was reading through, that's not actually a sequel for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. I'll find out when I get there huh. in 10 years. It's going to take me so long to finish this first one. Damn. So what'd you rate, Dr. Strange? That was three and a half. Oh, you what did you, you rate <laughs> 2016, Dr. Strange? Look it up right now. Not high. I don't have a rating. No, he doesn't it. have a rating. It's below three stars for him. Wow. Listen, I can't look in and say it's a bad movie. I just don't like it. It's just so boring. That was what? like my favorite Marvel movie for yeah, a very fantastic. long time. Yeah. I was like, finally, we're away from all the fucking dumb humor and all this shit. And then it kind of got funny midway through and then further on. But the first like half of that movie was the best Marvel movie ever. Yeah, when I like the, the opening. Yeah. But yeah. What'd you see, Mason? 
Uh, let's find out. I just want to start off my opening statement by saying, piracy is cool, guys. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fuck the big corporations. I actually don't do that because I want to work for them one day. Yep. <laughs> Pirate our films for free on YouTube. Yeah. That's a good point. Until they're on Amazon Prime. Yeah, for yeah. 99 and then, cents. And then pirate them from Amazon Prime because we all know Jeff Bezos doesn't care. Yeah. <coughs> anyway. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Should I go from like the the last one I watched or the, the first one? Because we're going for like fours. Yeah, fours. Um, let's see. One, two, three. Can I do five? Yeah. One of them is just short film. I watched the All Too Well short film about uh, Taylor Swift and her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm -hmm. You can't make me hate Jake Gyllenhaal. You can't. I was too distracted watching that short film because the the frame had rounded edges. Yeah. And while that sounds so minimal, <laughs> the entire seven seven minutes of that short film, I was 15 just fifteen minutes. Fifteen. No oh, I watched it's, seven it's, minutes. It's, okay. I only watched seven it's like, minutes. It's ten minutes with five minute credits. Oh, oh yeah, and then there's it's like speaking parts and then yeah, yeah. I only watched the song part. That's it because that's yeah, the all I care awesome. about. It was a good song. Yeah. So I just saw the rounded edges and gave it like a half star, I'm pretty sure. Well, me. It was the rounded edges that really that really did it. It hurt me. Yeah, you <laughs> gave it a half star. Yeah. So go like the the film itself, the little short, Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien, fantastic actors. So the next thing I watched was The Heart of They Fall. Uh oh. great, great movie. Some of the editing was a little bit off, not gonna lie. And that's my biggest credit. Take a star for that and give it four, four out of five stars. Other than that, dialogue great. Uh, some of the action scenes were a little bit like, man, okay. But otherwise, pretty great, pretty accurate. It is definitely made. It's a. I don't know how to explain this, but it's like. It's made for like black people, you know. There's a whole scene, and you'll see later. What movie is this? Sorry. Called The Heart of They Fall. There's a whole oh, scene. It's that uh, Western, I think, what, Lakeith Stanfield's in it? Yeah, uh, he's not at all the main character. Uh, no, it's also cast. Idris Elba. Well, he's looking at the cast. Really quick, the reason why they did this was because it's a common myth that the white, that, you know, the Wild West was primarily white. No. It was like 70% runaway slaves slash freed men that didn't want to be a part of the United States or Canada. And they just all went to the Wild West where there wasn't, you know, a lot going on. So mm -hmm. most cowboys, cowboys, you know, most Wild outlaws. West cowboys, yeah, die, outlaws and stuff yeah. like that, were just uh, escaped or freed African-Americans. No. Uh, Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Regina King, Zazie Beach. Mm -hmm. There's a specific but, uh, scene that, like creates a specific, like a very great distinction that wherever they are and you know they're in Texas is like predominantly black mm -hmm. and then when they go to a different town it's obviously predominantly white when you watch the movie you'll be like wow is that what it feels like mm -hmm. it probably is uh, you'll see have, you, have any of you guys watched any of it mm -hmm. no. oh man we should watch that it's fucking great I'm down I've been wanting to watch it for so long yeah it's good uh, other than that Great. I thought all the performances were fantastic. Some of the character deaths I was a little bit sad about because they just didn't, I don't feel like they gave them justice. Mm -hmm. Other than that, fantastic movie. Loved it. Damn. What else did I watch? I think um, we should do like a, a string of nights 
where we all pick a western. It's oh, my favorite genre. Hell yeah, dude. It's my I favorite genre, genre. No, uh, yeah, no. We watched Friday. That mm. was a good movie. First time ever watching that. It's so good. Oh, dude, dialogue's fantastic. Yeah. Holy shit. Smokey's the best character. Easy. I think the dad, man. I love him too. To be a man. Smokey. Yeah. Ooh. And then, I don't like pig. Everyone's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Everyone's, probably most of you have seen Friday by now, so I'm not going to go deep into it. And then. Bad movie that I most recently watched was Paranormal Activity, Next of Kin. Damn it. God, that was awful. I've got to watch really? it. God. I have to watch it. Well, felt... they're all normally bad. but it, Yeah, but like... I stand by the first... I stand by one and three. I stand by those. Those are solid movies. Two is boring as shit. I like the one with the girlfriend talking on the f- f- laptop with her boyfriend. That's four. That was good. Uh, I liked it. Sorry. Take the idea of Paranormal Activity where they document like things, right? Mm-hmm. Throw some Amish people in there. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, the premise is not bad, actually. But it's a paranormal activity movie. You would think that. You would think, oh, man, no, cool. I, it's like this weird, like, the backwoods. There's no internet. Yeah, that's a prominent thing. But fucking, oh, man. It is, it's dumb. It is the fucking stupidest thing. If I can go on a tangent here for a minute. I don't know why I have been so committed and loyal to this fucking franchise when I, like, th- two... Two movies in this fucking franchise. I like the first one, and I really like the third one. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about how two is fucking great. It's boring as fuck. I don't care. And then four. I th- And four, not good. It was cute. And, and then the marked ones, also really not good. But then but then the ghost dimension came down. It was uh, when I worked at the movie theaters back in high school. Uh, it was the first movie I saw, right? I went in there. Theater empty. This movie had been out. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. I was watching it like literally its second week. Empty. The whole fucking theater. Not a single soul in there but me. And because it, like, it was uh, right as that 3D gimmick was dying off. Mm-hmm. You know? It was like one of the last marketed as 3D movies. Because the whole thing was like, you're going to be able to see the ghost this time. Because Paranormal Activity, you know, is always the, you know, you don't see the ghost. You just watch the poltergeist activity. You watch the door slam. You watch the chair move. Mm-hmm. But there's no spirit there. You know, people get dragged into the darkness, whatever. But this one was like, oh, you're going to see the ghost this time, right? You're going to see what it looks like. And that's why it was 3D. Because uh, the whole movie is filmed on two cameras. Like, in the movie's universe. Two cameras. A standard one and then a special other camera that can see the ghosts, Right? And every time it was through the lens of the ghost scene camera, 3D glasses go on, it's 3D, you can see the ghost, and then every time... Would you get an indicator to put them on? No, you just had to guess. <laughs> and okay. so at some point, the, the visuals would split, you know, like, how 3D, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. It's time. Done. And then, you know, it would sw- you, you would also know because of the way it was framed, or maybe framed is the wrong word, but like, standard movie, mm-hmm. take the glasses off, but then it like... Cuts the aspect ratio in half, rounds the edges, and the thing splits. Like, oh. you know, we need to have 3D glasses on. I was like, oh, okay. Glasses go on. And they and they marketed it this whole time, as you see the ghost. They don't commit to that idea. Half the time I'm staring at Venom. God damn it. It's just a black goop, and he'll stay there. Literally, mm. like, the frame will be like a hallway, a door will be to the left of the frame, and then it's like a corridor... And then, like, in the right corner, you'll see, like, the downstairs common, you know, like, living room area or some shit, right? 
And then the ghost will be there. The fucking goop ooze ghost is what this looks It looks like Venom with no host. It's just goop. And it, it just sits there. It doesn't do anything. It just sits there. And not even in a creepy way. Like, it's in the background. You have to find it. It's, it's center frame. And he just stands there. I thought you were about to say, like, but this movie, I loved it. Are we no. just talking about paranormal activity still? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. This is, the, this is the last, the second to last one that they made. Yeah. I hate all of them. Like I said, I stand, I stand, I stand by one and three. Uh, okay. Wrong answer. I like bad movies. Leave me alone. Those are bad movies. They're bad. They're, They're a different kind of bad. They're boring bad. This one is probably, although there is one like plus side to the ghost dimension, and it's the little girl. There's a little girl character, and she's like befriending the ghost. It's not a possession story, per se, but she's like befriending this ghost. And there's one point where the child is acting strange, right? And so the mom and dad get a priest. That's their very first, like, turn of, like, answer is like, our child, something's wrong. Let's get a priest. Let's not take her to the doctor. Maybe, you know, see if there's, you know, something up here. It's a priest. And so the priest is trying to talk to her. And then all, and I actually like this moment. The girl just looks at the priest and gives this really unsettling smile. And then fucking bites him. And then we get boring ass movie again. And then, but like, I got off track. They mark it that you see the ghost, and they don't commit to it, because you see this goopy shit half the time, he just sits there, he doesn't do anything, it just sits there, does nothing, doesn't slam doors, you don't see, like, a goop arm reach out, slam the door, or anything like that, it just stands there, and then by the time a person's gonna walk into frame, it, like, jumps, and it's gone. And then right when they make you think that you're gonna see the ghost, like, its actual form, they don't commit to it, it's just a a glimpse of his like knee down that's it is it a dope knee yeah I guess but I don't know they marketed this whole thing we can see the ghost this time that's how we're gonna wanna and they they just didn't commit that really pissed me off right cause I was like I knew the movie was gonna be bad but maybe the ghost will look cool no I think at that point I hopped off but I'm a huge defender of bad horror movie franchises so like, that's I love fair. The Purge, and everybody hates it, but fuck them. I like The Purge. I don't like the first one. That's the same people as Paranormal Activity. Is the it? Purge is fun. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. I don't actually think I've seen all of them. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously all of them, but, like, I think I've only seen the first one. Oh. I don't like the first one, but I like the second the first one. First one's and so then, funny. And then I saw uh, the first Purge. And oh, we're like talking about one. Purge. Is that all you saw? Uh, no. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, so I was looking that up. <laughs> my, last, my last thoughts on... The fucking Paranormal Activity franchises. Now, by this point, though, I'm balls deep. I gotta watch this other one. Yeah, now. you gotta keep going. The moment, because like I even commented on your what review on Letterboxd. Okay. I was like, where the yeah. fuck did this? This came out this year. Where is this? And he was like, it's on Paramount. I'm like, well, shit. Now I gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hate it, but I'm in too deep now. No, I have to For re-watch. some reason, I'm loyal to this franchise, and I hate it. Mm. I like the first one, primarily because it had a budget of like fifteen thousand dollars, and it turned into such a Big old cash cow. I have the VR game. God damn it. Mm-hmm. I actually do too. Yeah. So, I don't know. This franchise has done something to my brain. And I hate it. But I'm still there. I don't know. So, seeing that another one came out made me angry. That was my whole point. Another one came out and I'm going to have to watch it and I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> well, Alrighty. I I'm so sorry. No, no, you're good. <laughs> hey, you got, it. you got it out, man. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, man, that had been really, like, eating away at me, right? Just keeping me up at night. 
Anyway. Uh, <laughs> let me talk about how bad it was. It's bad. About what? The, the movie that I talked talk about earlier. Paranormal Activity? <laughs> yeah, yeah, still? Yeah, the, oh the, my the god. Newest one. Well, because we were we were in like a whole side conversation. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's just fine. It's just, <laughs> this is the longest I've ever talked about paranormal activity. I haven't even oh, trust spoken. me. I don't want to talk about it this long. I was just like, <laughs> two cents. This movie was pretty bad. There's a part where uh, actually I laughed once because there's a part where like they're all in like the Amish area. This is not really a spoiler. It's just stupid as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. They're all in the Amish area, and they like the girl like something happens to them. Right? I'm not gonna tell you what happens. But then when they wake up, she's, like, looking out the window. There's, like, blood all over her, like, legs and shit. Yeah. And her boyfriend's there, and he goes, oh, my God, what happened? And then the camera pans over to the, the bed, and there's just blood in the bed. And he goes, oh, my God, did you have your fucking period? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then she's, like, dead pants staring out the window because, like, some paranormal shit happened, right? And I'm just like, what is this? Why did you fall? <laughs> this is your first thought after seeing, like, after this point, they've seen all this weird shit. And he goes, oh, my God, period. And then this doctor walks in and goes, she'll be fine. She just needs rest. And he goes, are you even a doctor? And he goes, I am. And then he pushes him out of the way. And then he goes off to his other Amish shit. Dude, watch this be the only paranormal activity I like. <laughs> it probably will. Oh, I forgot, I forgot you said they were Amish. Yeah. yeah. That Dude, part alone, that's fucking The hilarious. ending part is, I honestly, it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. I don't, I'm not, this is really like spoilers, but there, at, at one point there's a dude standing in a T-pose walking across the field on fire just going, oh! It's just, it's the stupidest shit. It kind of reminds awesome. me of uh, Children of the Corn. <coughs> what happened to Children of the Corn? Well, Children of the Corn is like half of children screaming and oh, yeah. the corn burning. Based That's off half of, the movie. Based off of Letterbox skews, this one is better than uh, Ghost Dimension. Ghost huh. Dimension has a 1.9 like average, and this one has a 2.4. What else have you seen, Mason? Uh, and then we saw The Gentleman. I really liked it. I saw it a long time ago, and I think I saw it a couple times before this as well. I just really liked the movie. I thought the, the dialogue was cool, and the cinematography is pretty cool, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whole, like, I don't know. I'm also, like, a massive fan of Matthew McConaughey. I don't know why. Maybe it's just, like, the inherent Texan in me. No. Because I'm from, like, South Texas. All that jazzy bullshit, mm-hmm. you know? So, like... When he's there, I'm like, yes. And then I had Charlie Hunnam and all those other people, and they're all great. And then the story was cool. Whatever left me like sitting there bored mm-hmm. at any point. So I was like, this is cool. And then also, I had something else I was going to say. You were going to say something, Connor? I was just, uh, this is something that I've heard some people don't like about the Gentleman movie. What did y'all think about the very meta nature at the end of the movie? That's all of his movies. Is it? Mm-hmm. Because the big short is all like. Is that guy Richie? Right. Is it? Is it? If that's not, if he didn't do the big short, then I'm my bad. I could have sworn. No, it's Adam McKay. Oh, then I'm stupid. For some reason, I I think he's educated. I think no film. Kid educated. (laughs) The guy who did the big short also did Vice. Vice, yeah. I think that's what you're thinking. Adam, Mc, no, Adam McKay was also Vice. Yeah. Wow. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you were talking about Guy Ritchie oh. again. No, 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 I'm saying Adam McKay did Vice. He literally um. does, all he does is Will Ferrell comedies. He did Talladega Nights, Anchorman's 1 and 2, The Other Guys, Step Brothers. Those and now he's doing films. Don't Look Up, Vice, and The Big Short. I hate all of those films. I hate yeah. Will Ferrell. I hate oh. him. That's, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Everything must go. Him. Everything must go is good because it's just depressing mumblecore. Will Ferrell should have his uncut gym. 
That's everything must go. Yeah, you should see it. Oh. Uh, really we should good. have another one. There's another one where, like, what's that one where the, the ladies write? Stranger writing? Than Fiction. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. So, I mean, it wasn't like, he wasn't like goofy. Mm-hmm. He was actually, in fact, very depressed in that movie, too. Yeah, anytime Will Ferrell's oh, actually depressed, I'm like, whoa. He's a good actor when given, you know, the right things. Yeah. Everything Must Go, I think, is a good example of that. Don't I think it's... Will Ferrell, we'll give you a role in we'll Howard put him in Howard the Duck. Yep. Yeah. Howard too. Somewhere. Everybody's going to be in that movie. Yeah. It'll be the next Dune. But in, in reaction movie. to your question, anytime oh, a, yeah. anytime a movie gets meta, I love it. So yeah, that's life. I just it, made a bit of defense for me. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. So whatever, meta's cool. Except for when Deadpool does it. Fuck yeah, when that. it's like well, that, the first time he did like it, it, it was great. The first movie. Yeah, then it was the entire movie. Yeah. You're just like, oh, yeah, that shit's annoying. Man. I like it. I no, yeah, I like it I like because it fucking Emperor's New Groove did the same thing. I love that movie. Emperor's New Groove is ten out of ten. Well, that's a great movie too. Yeah. As a kid, I loved Emperor's New Group, and then I went back and watched it in middle school or high school or both, and I didn't like any of that part. That so, is, it's god it's just here. that kind of meta oh, stuff baby. I don't like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just weird. It, just, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't like, like fun. Hey. I like fun, except for when it doesn't ag- agree with these. It pulls out the list. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's their list. Yeah. It's not like a list, like, I hate it absolutely when it does this. It's just every time it does happen like that, I just happen to not like it. I don't know. I'm weird. It's like Connor every what time do I Spider-Man's like? not wearing the classic Spider-Man suit. He's just like, yeah. 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 That's not Spider-Man. That's a different Spider-Man. Yeah. Speaking of Spider-Man. That's why we're here. Well, there's like 30,000 different costumes of Spider-Man on your shelf right now. Those yeah. are all good costumes except for the... Good segue, Mason. I like that one. Oh, yeah. You have this. He just has a bag on his head, and it's a Fantastic Four costume. That was a gift. That's actually one of his You don't like this costume. I don't dislike it. It's just... It's a funny little gag, because it's like... Because it's like an in-between thing, literally, while he's going from one place to another. That's it. It's like an in-between thing that, for some reason, got so fucking popular. I apologize for getting heated already. I started to think about potential Spider-Man arguments. I was about to say, man, it... I don't know. It's a pop. It's just a pop, and it was a gift. It's a really good pop. Yeah. What movies did we watch? Oh, that's right. We watched The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start this off with, I'm going to tell you exactly what I remember from The Amazing Spider-Man 1. He's Spider-Man, and then there's a lizard, and I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I give it four and a half stars. Don't know why. Because I don't remember it. <laughs> but, damn, it was a good movie at the time. <laughs> but, damn, it was a good oh, movie. Oh, pretense. <laughs> Before we watched this movie, I had a I had an issue where I had fucking kidney stones and shit, for the record. Right? Did you get that out of you yet? No. Oh, no. Yeah, it's in my urethra. Oh. You love life, don't you? They said um, you had to, like, the seventh yeah. to come out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, <laughs> I, I had a bunch of, like, shit wrong, and they gave me a fuck ton of medicine and I was just feeling terrible that day so I took a fuck ton of medicine and I was just high as shit that whole movie and I had a great time so I gave it four and a half yeah so I have no idea honestly like you guys are gonna gripe about some stuff and I'm gonna be like damn I don't remember that I don't really have any gripes about that movie actually really yeah they're good they're good movies yeah okay I I used to like not part of me was like I don't like them but then after watching them again I'm like well I mean I can't really complain about anything right now, except for like some minor things that are, you know, stupid. But yeah, soft. 
Yeah, no, they're good movies. Huh. Probably Andrew, better than Toby. Gonna say it right now. Like the movie or just Andrew? I think Andrew's a better Spider-Man. Yeah. Andrew is simply too good for this world. I love him as Spider-Man. I think he's a fantastic choice. So Who? I can't even feel Who, like Andrew? Yeah, oh. Spider-Man. I mean, Toby's my favorite. And a lot of it is nostalgia as a kid. Those are like, to me, or one and two. And three, fuck it, the whole trilogy. To me, that's, I think, peak Spider-Man. That, the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, obviously the the comic books, the PS4 game, just all of that in the 90s show. All of those have very similar vibes to me. Mm-hmm. And so, just with those movies, having those same vibes, I just, I love them. But Andrew, those movies, I get it. I get why people think he's, you know, the best. I totally understand. He's fantastic. Well, looking at Letterboxd after watching these movies... These movies are not highly regarded, huh? No, they're not. People don't like them. They very much have a cult following. Wow. That's so interesting. I wanted to say, I went into both of these thinking, I've said this a lot outside of the podcast, but I went in going like, I'm going to love this first one, I'm going to still hate the second one. And now after watching them, my enjoyment for the first one went down, and since it's been some time since we watched it, and I've thought about it, I I don't think I like it. Really? Like, it's just, bleh. Really? Yeah. Pretty much everything up until, like, he actually starts, like, doing the montage and starts, like, webbing up people is just so, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's, like, beneath the planet of the apes, where it's, like, it's just that again. But this time, I don't, enjoy how it looks honestly like i love the cinematography i love the cinematography for the second one i only liked in the first one during night action shots yeah i didn't like any inside building stuff i just thought most of it looked ugly plus every set piece not set piece or like every scene for the most part just felt really empty to me and just the whole movie when it was retreading ground and then didn't add anything which is a good amount of the movie it just felt like nothing more than just we need to make it to retain the rights, and that's it. It felt it probably so it probably me. was a, we need to make this to retain oh, the rights was. movie. Abs- yeah, but I don't know. It's but Andrew and, and Andrew and Emma Stone, and the suit looks fucking awesome. It's got you know some of the best web slinging scenes since yeah. that is a thing. And you know Andrew Spider-Man does have fans. the best web slinging stuff. It has because it's more POV done with him. That stuff's beautiful. It has superior dialogue to any of the Raimi movies. Oh yeah, it's pizza more natural. Time. It's more natural. The it's good. all the Aunt May stuff, the Aunt like the Uncle Ben stuff is ten times better than the Raimi stuff. That's a better yeah. responsibility speech. Yeah. Literally everything, I don't know, the dialogue, it looks better than the Raimi movies, it sounds better, the dialogue's better, the acting's better, the characters are written well, it's all around just ten times better. You can't even, like, like personally I disagree, but I can't, like, argue that yeah. I disagree. At that point it's just personal preference. Yeah. I, I totally understand why. It's like, it's it. like, just on a production value, it is... Way better. The budget was higher. Yeah. I can see. I can see preferring the other ones, but because like at that point it's just more matters. of his style. You don't I, think so? I don't think the budget matters with the Spider-Man because I mean, obviously, Raimi movies had a huge budget too, and they probably could have done. You know, I mean, the story's not going to change. The way they shot it's not going to change, no matter how big the budgets are for either one of them. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw a budget in there for either those two 
separate Spider-Man. Because, like, obviously, it is clear that there's different ways that are shot with Andrews versus Toby's. Toby's was shot more like a classic Spider-Man. Andrews was obviously more like, like a more like comic book, but yeah. movie. But Andrews is like movie, but yeah. with Spider-Man. Yeah, and that was definitely like Sam Raimi's goal with Spider-Man One specifically. That's why the uh, the editing is the way it is with like the scene in the very first Spider-Man movie where he's like, you know, trying to look for a car when he's wrestling. And you just see the PNG that car, and you see Mary Jane's face. Yeah, that's very much stuff you would see in a comic book panel. And that's why he did it, and, and I prefer it when movies do that as opposed to the actual like panel editing. Like the 2003 Hulk movie does the actual panel editing. I hate it. See, I might have preferred that if he, if Raimi, sorry, we're talking about the Raimi ones really quick. It, yeah. Uh, really I, uh, I think I would have preferred it if Raimi kept that editing all the way through, but by the time we got to Spider-Man 3, that editing was gone. Yeah. So. But, but uh, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man ones, like, I feel like... I don't know. There just wasn't a shot that I was like, man, that's not good. I feel like that entire movie was so beautiful. It was definitely, like, what if we took this character, put him in the real world, as opposed to what if we took this comic and brought it to life? Yeah. You know? That's why, like, you see him put sunglass lenses in the mask, and, like, you actually see that press when he's, like, making the logo for his suit, and he's, like, stitching it, you get all that shots, whereas... It's a way better suit making thing. Whereas in, uh, like, the Raimi... So, you know, they're always going to be compared to the end of time, essentially, until this whole fucking comic book nerd culture just dies completely. Hmm. And, uh, One day. Nah, it won't. <laughs> At some point in a hundred years, maybe, or even sooner. I don't know. Yeah, Can't see the future. The future will explode by then. When, uh, yeah, that's fair. When we, the gays, take over. That's right. Yeah. When society is at peace. Yeah. Then we're going to change that shit up. You're right. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. But like, you know, you just, in the Raimi, when you just see him like draw the suit, what Mm -hmm. he's want, which is again, how it was in the comics, you know, he draws what he wants. And they even do that in the, uh, the Andrew movies. You see the shot where he's like drawing the mask out. But in the Raimi ones, you just see the costume. Boom. It's there. Yeah. You don't see him make it. You know, it's just implied that it's just that good he visited his tailor that's what I'm trying to figure out man like Peter in that movie is poor as fuck how do you get all the materials to do that you yeah. ever well, you ever Andrew, seen those professional cosplayers them suits are like $600 plus I'll say also Andrew just seems like he has a way better grasp on any sort of pop culture at all but that also might just be the times it's definitely the times I'm not sure how the 90s were when it comes to pop no that was early 2000s no yeah. never mind no, I take that back Andrew's better <laughs> Because, you know, they had fucking pop culture back then. This guy had, like, the best movies, posters. He had fucking... He had a rear window poster. Yeah, rear window. He was listening to... He could have had. Yeah. Yeah, he could have had it. But they didn't. didn't. Yeah, it's like... They didn't have any posters, I don't think. No. He just had a blue room. Yeah. Outside of uh, referencing Star Wars to my... Star Wars and Star Trek and basic level nerd shit... I don't think there was a lot of pop culture references with the character up until, like, the 2010s when Dan Slott took over. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movies. No, no, comics. Yeah. Like, outside of, like, basic nerd stuff, like Star Wars and Star Trek, he was not much of a pop culture. Well, it wasn't really that. It was just more of the fact that, like, it just seemed like he had an actual personality now. As before, he was just kind of, like, honestly a fucking loser. Well, Peter Parker was a loser. Not this Peter Parker. Not the good Peter Parker. Yeah, Yeah, he... Honestly, Andrew's Peter is not a loser, like, at all. And everyone online is always like, yeah, he rides a skateboard. That's not even relevant. Also, he gets his ass beat. He literally gets his ass beat, so... Well, yeah, that. But everything outside of that, honestly, he just... 
He was just pretty good at all of it. He's just kind of the best. He's also smooth as fuck, he, man. He, every time he looks at, mainly Emma Stone, obviously, but almost anyone, he looks like he's trying to have sex. And I don't I know if that's a criticism, because I enjoy to looking some people, at that. It, to some people, that absolutely is. They I can like see that. it as a valid criticism, but I just love him so much, so I can kind of give it a pass. You know, no, I do give it a pass because oh my god, he's just so beautiful. You can turn that to his like inherent charisma. Yeah, I mean, that is very much like Andrew charisma. There wasn't really any, any like obstacle he had to overcome to, like, get, get a date with Gwen or anything. He just kind of was already there. Yeah, I feel. it's kind of like in Spectacular Spider-Man, where it was like the first thing that I really didn't like about the show when I rewatched it. Like, last year, over the summer, whenever fuck. I think it was over the summer. Yeah. Because we were talking about it. Because I think it's it's one of the cheerleaders. I don't know if it's Liz, Liz. or a different cheerleader. Liz. But Liz. they're doing a study thing, and then she's not interested at all, obviously. And then Peter says, like, one thing. He's like, if you don't want to study, then I'm out of here. If you do, call me. That's all he says. And then he just walks away. And then Liz just, like, gets so wet immediately, and then just starts following him around. And she's in love with him. You know, That's it kind of... actually real life. Uh, right, I forgot. <laughs> Come on. That's just kind of how it felt a little bit, not rethinking it. Like, Andrew was just kind of... Maybe she's on the losers, because really that's a loser thing to say. If you don't want to study, then I'm out of here. That is a loser thing to say. Well, Maybe she's just no, into it. There's no setup well, for that. You know, if that happened in a college TV show, where there were, like, college kids, I would be all for it. Right. But it was the fact that there were high schoolers, and I didn't like that. You take that with Andrew and how smooth he is, I definitely prefer that over any iteration of Spider-Man. Because yeah. it just makes me like... And this is a slight aside that has very little to do with the fact that Peter Parker, like Peter Parker, is a loser. He is. You know, that's that's what the Raimi ones did so well, is they very much got that awkward loser vibe that Peter has. But for some reason... A bunch of fans just associate that as a means to he's also supposed to be ugly. And Peter Parker is not a like a non-conventionally you know, like never been unattractive person. In the 90s show he could have been a fucking quarterback. Yeah. 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 But like for some fucking he's reason there's a whole group of fans that just think he's supposed to be an unattractive person. Are they calling Tommy McGuire unattractive? No. Yes. That's like the criticism with every actor. Every Peter actor has been attractive. Andrew. Hmm? Yes. Toby's a one compared to Andrew. Andrew is a beautiful, untouchable god. So, obviously. but it's that natural charisma, man. Toby's an attractive man. But, like, I don't know. Again, that was just a slight aside. Because, I don't know, they just see loser means unattractive. Like, on a physical level. And so, whenever Andrew was, you know, cast, and Andrew was a very attractive man, people were like... He's constantly giving, Ugh. like, I want to fuck you right now eyes. He is. Almost every time he looks at Gwen. I'm not saying this is a, like, fuck this movie because of that, also. I may not really like this movie anymore, like, at all. This is also, this is also coming from it, a... It's just, like, you know, it's there. This is also wanting it out. This is also coming from a director that's done exclusively rom-coms, and his, like, yeah. biggest strength is romance. Yeah. So it's going to be a real romance. Since we're romance talking about good. the romance it's, being sexually it's believable and I buy I th- it completely. Their chemistry is fantastic. I think it's just good writing. Come on. It's not their inherent charisma. 
It's just well, it's good also it's both. It's got it's th- both. there's both. It's good writing and it's good directing and it's good acting and you, it's simply a good movie. I remember it's a good it, amount of improv. You can tie it definitely improv. Those googly eyes and the way he acts around women to his inherent daddy and mommy issues because they were gone when he was younger. Mm-hmm. So now he has a complex inside of his head that you just have to dig a little bit to see. And now it makes so much more sense. So your 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 argument about him just being inherently charismatic about Andrew gone. What? I win. What Andrew Andrew was a charismatic man in I general. Agree. Wait, what, Wait, what argument was raised? We? we were all saying the same. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so you that, confused. You said that he didn't really have to go through like a struggle to get Gwen. Yeah, and like in the movie, sure, but. In his mind, I wasn't saying that as a criticism of the film, I and I was just out. stating because the struggle I was. Buy it but you were, you were saying that that was why like it worked so well is because Andrew Garfield's like inherently. I was just saying because of the fact that Andrew is inherently charismatic, it shows in the movie. It was mm, just a statement yeah. that he is a charismatic person. It had nothing to do with the writing not being good, but he being charismatic. It was just his natural charisma helped what the movie was already doing well. Yeah, it, two positives here. I, know, I think it was simply the fact that like <laughs> we had like three movies of Peter trying to work it out with MJ and they never even like fucked. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like did. at least no, they didn't. In between, they in between never. two and three, they did. Maybe not no, good, she, but they did. She, she definitely put it. She in fucked her. Harry before she fucked Peter for oh, yeah. sure. And yeah, then guaranteed. Whenever got to the moment, of like she was like, yeah, whatever, and then she took off like a bra, and then he was just like, ah, oh, yeah. He, he, they didn't even get to that point. He came, and then and then and then she went with Harry. That happened at the end of two. Yeah, she did go with Harry at the end of two. So they didn't fuck in between two and three. She didn't go with Harry at the she end of two. Arrived at Toby's door. In two, Literally. From the oh wedding. yeah, that was. But that was, was a, that was that yeah. was uh, after though. That's what I'm saying. That was so the that, last at scene. the end of two that happened. Right? Yeah. And then, and then after there's seeing, a year. After seeing that, she's like, I no. Uh, he's talking about when the when the credits roll. Everything happens in between. Okay. Yeah. They were together for a year, between two and three. So they yeah, he definitely put did his not penis fuck. in her. No way. No. Am That's... I saying they had the best sex ever? No, but it was I'm in with, there. I'm, I'm it was definitely Toby's in Peter. There. Toby's Peter's a virgin. He has extremely virgin energy. Yes, he's but a he, virgin. He put it in her. Did she just forget about Bully McGuire? Oh yeah, Bully McGuire fucked everyone in that montage. Yes, even the men. Yes. He just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Bully McGuire. <laughs> it took me a minute to be like, oh, yeah, that's what they call him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would have fucked in three if that were longer. But He did, in between scenes. Oh. Canonically. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the extended novel. <laughs> no, that which so I, exists. I, just I think owned it at one point. Oh, it's in the updated one, too. I just think because we got three fucking movies of, I love you, I don't love you, I love you, I don't love you, that we immediately started off with he has his love interest secured. Yeah. That was ten times better for me. Because the Raimi trilogy had me fucking jumping in hoops, bro. Trying to catch up with what the fuck these characters were thinking. And the biggest complaint that people have with these movies is that there's too much going on. Let's go back... To the Raimi trilogy is because there is way too much going on. They got, especially in 2. That is, there's way too much going on in 2. And then people jump to these and be like, no, there's two bad guys? Too much. Like, what the fuck? There's two bad guys in 3. Huh? There's two bad guys in 3. Yeah, people hate 3. Anytime people people say that there's just too much going on in a movie, I never 
That's never a problem for me. Yeah, no. it's never like, oh, I just don't know how to take in all this information. Like sometimes I'm not I do that think I'm just smarter or anything. Sometimes Obviously I do not. think that there it's are movies. Like, sorry, sorry. I just I don't know. Anytime that happens, no, it's never I'm... like the amount of stuff happening. It's just what's happening. I'm with you. Although, on a slight, I guess against that, there are times though where I feel like the movie, if there is a lot going on, can focus on one thing more than another, and then the other just kind of gets thrown to the side. Yeah. And it's just not as developed and fleshed out as it could have been. Yeah, when, when it's like fleshing them out, of course. Yeah, but then, that like you needed more time to exactly. Help but that's with that. I guess. But I guess it is kind of it's got too much going on because it can't focus on everything. I mm. suppose. Yeah. But like, going. I don't know. Just for some reason, when a Spider-Man movie has more than one villain, it's just cursed to be disliked, which just kind of has me worried for No Way Home. <laughs> What, what if all these reviews come out and they talk about how awful the movie is? Which, that won't happen. Three? What if we do six? Even if it's good, five. I'm going to hate it. Huh? Five. Sony specifically told Marvel that they only wanted five villains, so they could not call them the Sinister Six because Sony... Oh, is this real? Yes. Oh, okay. No, because no. Sony wants hold to on, make... Hold on. Anyways, Amazing Spider-Man 1. <laughs> okay, fuck me then. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. So, I just think that, personally... Uh, <laughs> we walked into this making sure because we didn't want to talk about any yeah, of the, yeah, the other Spider-Man and here we are now talking about well I was just throwing this out about so let's just cut it off no more okay Spider-Man the one the amazing okay. Spider-Man I love it I'm sorry go I love you guys go no I feel bad We're go keep, no it's because we don't I don't want to go on tangents we already we've had three hour long podcasts before <laughs> go listen okay so I don't know what I was saying. I think the beginning of this movie, like, especially the parent stuff, any of the parent stuff in either of these movies, they never go anywhere. And even if they made a third one and it went anywhere there, in these first two films, they literally do not matter whatsoever. They just are. They happen, and then the movie forgets about it. And then the second one, it happens, and then the movie forgets about it, and then it kind of happens again, and then the movie forgets about it. No, it doesn't because they so. because there, point. there was a part where Mason was like they're doing too much with that with his parents because he kept having the flashbacks and kept having PTSD. Yeah, it's it's riddled in there. It's not riddled. But, it was filled with it because it was to the point where Mason was like, "No, it's too much." That's what I just said. Yeah. I just said it in a different word. No, you said they said they didn't do anything with it, which is the opposite of too much. Hold on, no. What I'm saying is right. There's okay. no. There's too much of that. But it does not go anywhere with it. There's, it's a literal plot point. His dad. Also, to yeah, add on... Okay, his dad is connected to the villain who's just a big fucking lizard. Listen. To add on sure, to they're connected. Side. I forgot about that. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> the, the whole point I'm saying is his parents being anything is fucking stupid, and I hate it. It pisses me off. Every time his parents come up in anything, especially in the 90s cartoon when they did it, it pissed me off. Sorry, it's just a personal thing. It, it angers me. All I was going to say was, in regards to saying they don't go anywhere with it, the alternate ending to Amazing Spider-Man 2 is during that little segment where they keep showing Peter going back to Gwen's uh, funeral, mm -hmm. the scene where it's like in winter, fall or winter, I think it's winter, I think it's snowing in the scene. Yeah. Peter's dad shows up. He survived the plane crash. He went into hiding for years. 
Yeah, the around his neck and he went in the water. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? That's the preferred ending amongst the fans. I would fucking hate that. Because I hate that ending. Then the entire PTSD is like just gone. It's out the window. I mean, I guess he still lost his mom, but yeah, no, it's like Andrew. Andrew yells at him in the scene, and it's really good acting from him. But the whole scene itself is just so stupid. Yeah, that's also why people like it. They just see that Andrew did a good performance in that scene and go, "Yes." I think I think that they portrayed uh, Andrew Garfield's Peter with like a lot more like actual like responses to like you said they made it a bit more realistic so he had a more realistic response to everything that went on around him whereas Tobey Maguire's Spider Man just cried yeah and he just cried whereas Andrew Garfield's you know character is actually having emotional reactions that make sense and you know there's actual psychology going on with him yeah you know I love I love. I love both those actors. So like, my it, it, for me, it's just a personal preference. No, it's just it's at this point it's the writing because like Andrew's you know Toby's Spider Man Uncle Ben dies and he gets angry and then he cries, and then this one he lost his parents he's upset about that and then he lost fucking Uncle Ben and then shit's going on with his aunt because they're having struggles and like there's like a whole bunch going on there with his family whereas in Toby's it's just Uncle Ben died no. So I do, pre- I do prefer whenever they introduce the parents. I don't like it whenever they're secret agents, with, which they were not in this movie. They were that's, not that's secret a comic agents. Book thing, which yeah. I think is stupid as well. Yeah, they weren't secret agents. They were just regular scientists that had information that they shouldn't have, and that's it. And that's realistic, and that is not over the edge. So I'm, yeah. I'm with this parents yeah. thing. I'm not in a never a- After ever. we get done with this, I'll show y'all that alternate scene. So no, it just, it's simply the fact that it adds more it. trauma and more character development. And without it, you would have half that character development and trauma okay. gone. Well, let's go into the second one then, where more of the parent stuff is there. And they have a whole revelation that the only reason Peter is able to be Spider-Man is because he is... He is special because he had the same blood as his father, and the father's blood went into the spiders. And if anyone else got bit, they would fucking die or turn into a weird goblin like Harry did. And that's stupid. That's really fucking stupid. I hate it. I, I kind of agree there, though. And I'll even say, yeah, that's another personal thing. Especially when Into the Spider-Verse, there's a whole message like, yeah, anyone can be behind the mask. That's like a whole thing. And when I look at the character of Spider-Man, that's what I see. And that's what I put on. And so Literally when this like, movie says only Peter can be Spider-Man, no one else could possibly have been Spider-Man. Or anybody with his blood type. Well, and anybody, there's no one else. There's nobody else with his blood type. It's not blood. All. It's not blood it's type. DNA. It's it's DNA. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But I, I fucked up. But like, it, it's not like the movie. It's not like Peter was the only Spider-Man by the time this movie came out. Miles. Was, has been out for years yeah. before this movie. Miles debuted in like 2011, 2010, 2011. This movie came out in 2014. So at that point, it was just, you know, Peter's the, you know, only one, no one else. And like in the comic, and this character was debuted after this. So it's not the movie's fault, but like the character Silk was literally bitten by the same spider that turned Peter into Spider-Man. The exact same spider. Hmm. So it's not like a blood, you know, thing. That was just something that the movie did. And I'm with Wes. I don't really like that. I thought it was kind of dumb. It, it just kind of teeters on like a, a destiny prophecy type thing, which it's not a literal prophecy like you are destined to be Spider-Man. It just, it really teeters on the edge of that. And I hate that shit. I hate chosen ones and prophecies. I hate it. I didn't get that vibe at all. Mm-mm. 
I'm sorry. I didn't even. Hey, you don't have to get the. I also I didn't, didn't even catch the plot where like if it wasn't Peter, they would just die. I just kind of assumed like. Well, that's what he was recording when they were playing hide and seek. I like. Which is another thing. Why did he stop hide and seek game to go record that message? I like half agree with you. I like the whole like his blood was in the spider and then it made Andrew. You know, like it was. You know, the only way that anybody could like do that is because it was Andrew, his son, right? Not Andrew, Peter. Sorry, but. The whole thing where it turns him into a goblin. I didn't like that. I hate goblin aids. I hate it I so hate much. It. I, I like hate that whole genetic oh, I, disease I like shit. the fingers that were happening. I'm there for it. I, I'm cool with the goblin disease. I just don't like how... You, oh. Like, he, he... Harry went through all this trouble reasonably. He should have gotten the blood from Peter immediately. I don't know why Peter withheld that. That doesn't make any sense. Because Peter was worried that it was going to, A, kill him instantly or B, turn him into some... Because, like, you know, Harry's argument is, you know, I'm already dying. You can't make me die more, which is a funny line. I don't know if it's bad writing or if it's just a funny line. Oh, it's good writing. Good writing. That's That's the best joke. But, like, I don't know, because I don't think you're supposed to laugh in that scene. Like, I don't think they were writing that thinking, oh, this is going to be funny. But it's funny. But anyways, anyways, you know, his whole argument is, I'm already dying, right? So either what's already going to happen happens, or I'm saved, which is a fair argument. But Peter's only argument was not, it could kill you. It was, what if it turns you into something else? You know, like, Connor's turned it, you know, was more lizard than human. It wasn't just he was able to regrow his arm. It was he was able to regrow his arm, and then he turned to a giant lizard and went mad. What if... My spider DNA turns you to a giant, you know, man spider, comic book thing, uh, or, you know, and you go mad, or it kills you, or God forbid, both. You know, he couldn't just, in good conscience, do that with the latter. It's just, it's the fact that neither of them brought up the fact that they're in a literal scientific research building where Harry owns a whole company dedicated to advancing science. He doesn't own it at that point. He's yeah, no, by that point, he... No, he does. He brings him into his office and then says, I'm done. That's right. Office. It's like right before he gets yeah. fired. So at that point, at that point, it's like right he before. owns everything. Hmm. And but all these stockholders and other you know people are already trying to do some shit. And they're keeping yeah, it a secret from him. It's, like, he wasn't even supposed to know about it. Directors, how dare you? It's just like, you don't even sh- mention that there's a whole team that could figure you out do. your no, DNA. If you want to understand the form, No, because he didn't even know about it until like five minutes before whenever he searched it. Or directors know about what? Special okay. units. Because he had to search it because he didn't even know that those Take people existed. Class. No. He didn't even know that the spider stuff was even a time. thing. He learned out from looking up because someone was no, like... No, he knew about the spiders thing. He had to find where they were and what happened to them for the special projects yeah so he, he doesn't knew about it so he doesn't know that he has all these people at his disposal because he doesn't know that they exist because he didn't know okay. about the special units at that point okay let's ignore the special projects if if you have a weird goblin aid disease curse and then there's a person who can shoot webs and self-heal in front of you which he went over that uh, fucking norman osborne Norman Osborn and Richard Parker were doing a thing with these spiders and shit to do self-heal and all that. He was showing Peter all that. He knows all that. I'm saying. They have all these resources they can use them. Yeah. It's just, if if his main goal is, I need his blood, why would neither of them bring up, yeah, you can use the blood, give it to your entire scientific division, and you can test it. You can do all that shit. But Peter is just immediately like, oh, you can't have it blooded. It's, he is acting like it's going to go straight into him, like right in that moment. They did. He did. Well, yeah, it did later on. So he would have done stupid that. thing. He would have done that. 
Yeah, and that's more. Also, bad. I think he also still the fact that he was very rushing into it, and he was like, "I'm just gonna straight up just fucking," you know. I think that's the vibe he got from because you know he there's was a, a spy sense. There's a plethora of reasons why Peter wouldn't have just immediately given his blood to him. All of them, I think, are valid because if it just killed him on the spot. He's lost also, at that point, you don't think that Osborne, like Norman Osborne, would have been like, there's a spider guy out there that can regenerate. Someone get his blood. Like, he waited until he died, and now it's Harry's turn. Well, in the first one, they mention him dying. He's already, like, on his deathbed. Yeah. Pretty much. He can't do it. That's the whole they're, reason that the uh, lizard Kirk becomes Connors a lizard is because they're trying to figure that out. Yeah. And then Spider comes in, like, during that. But Spider-Man's so. still around. He's, like, yeah. a superhero. So he yeah. could have been like, someone find that spider guy and give me his blood. Yeah, it's, Maybe they, they should have addressed that, just too. weren't successful. That's what I'm saying. They probably tried, and they weren't successful. Oh, So why would it make sense, did. like, no, why would it make sense 20 years later if they couldn't, or sorry, why would it make sense a movie later if they couldn't do it in the first movie? I guess that's fair. They I was, I was totally more. misinterpreting why, how you were saying <laughs> No, that. that's just something that you should be like, oh, that makes sense. Like, that's just, explain the plot to me, please. <laughs> I'm not saying explain the plot, just like, I don't know. I, do, I just don't like any of that plot, how it happened. I think the general plot of Harry dying with Goblin disease, cool. Get Spider-Man blood to help you self-heal. That's fucking cool. It's just the way they went about it. I just, it was stupid. That, yeah. I hated it. Yeah. I don't like how this movie did the... Because I, I guess the Osborne disease is a very iffy thing on its source material because it's in the PS4 game. Mm -hmm. it, it is a, a factor in that game. They've done nothing with it yet. They've just talked about it. But they've done nothing with it. But it's it's kind of the same concept, I guess. But I don't know where it originated from. Did it originate from the movie? Was it before that? I don't know. So I guess it can be done well, maybe, depending on where the game goes with it. But I don't like how the movie did it. I think it could have been done well. I just don't like how the movie did it. Turning it to Goblin Aids and shit like that. I don't know. Also, when it was finally injected into his arm that he was holding a gun in, very dangerous. But I guess that's, that's chill at the moment. Like, after he does that and he, like, immediately transforms, there's a deleted scene where after he, like, actually gets in that suit and shit, which I guess he just figured, like, I'll get in that and then I'll be okay. And well, because he cool. saw that whole report on the suit talking about how the yeah, suit he is, saw like, it. He, you know, it heals. And so that's fine. It's just, like, after he does that, he's he seems to be a master at using the glider thing, which there is a deleted scene that they just didn't finish where he, like, actually gets on the glider and then goes around the building. That would have been nice. Yeah, he, like, he grabs him and he drops him, kills him. It's that... Yeah, it was cool. What a director's guy. And, Just uh, very unfinished. Yeah, no, like, when you... Because I watched the extended uh, cut of the movie that I think is on the copy I own. I'm almost certain that's how I watched it. And that scene is in it, and it is unfinished. They just put what was there and slapped it in there. It's like Dan DeHaan and then a bunch of unrendered gray like it could have assets. been like it felt like it could have been like a reshoot to like add in there but they just didn't finish yeah. also speaking of deleted scenes with this movie in the trailer there's a whole point in almost every trailer for this movie that exists where harry's like talking with peter and then he pulls up on this hollow table which is cool yeah uh he's like oscorp has been watching you for some reason and peter's like why he goes well not the question there's a whole exchange in the trailer. Not in the movie. Not in any of the deleted scenes. Where the fuck is this footage? Yeah. It exists. There's also that van following Harry and Peter, which in the movie itself that's presented, the theatrical cut makes it seem like they're just following Harry because he came back and now he's the CEO, mm -hmm. I guess. 
but with that scene, it's like they're following Peter, Peter. right? Yeah. But again, in the extended cut, that's still the only no. scene with the van. Why would they be following Peter when that's the exact CEO that's trying to get Harry fired? But in because in the trailer, like I just said, there's that scene that says Oscorp has been tailing Peter. Well, yeah, sure, but I mean, trailer scenes exist, and they don't put them in the movie all the time. What I'm and saying then, yeah, is they, like, they showed up, and the, it doesn't make sense for them to be like, we need to fire Harry, so let's follow him and spy on his best friend Peter. That, he hasn't seen it in six years. Yeah, that's like not at all. Like, you think his this guy that's trying to fire Harry is like, Harry, Peter Parker, that's who we should spy on, well, yeah, and not Harry. In the movie presented, they're, it is made to be that they're following Harry. Yeah. Which yeah. is with that scene, it's like probably, maybe they're also still tailing Peter, if that's a prevalent thing that they're trying to bring up. But they cut it, so it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It was so, just food for thought, I guess. Probably for good reason, too, because it wouldn't make sense. I, feel, I would feel off-put by the fact that, it, you know, if he's like, Peter, they're following you, and then they follow Peter, but then they don't give an explanation as to why they're following Peter. They're just like, ah! Yeah. That's man. Mm-hmm. You know, then it, I would just be like, why is this here? Yeah. They would have been following him because which is of most his likely. father stars instead of for him. Yeah, it's because either... They, they say it's because of his father in the deleted scene, right? They don't? I don't know. Maybe I'm just no. making connections. No, literally that footage is only in the trailer. I watched the deleted scenes, and unless I'm just stupid, which is a good possible yes answer, <laughs> but unless I'm just stupid, <laughs> yeah, then, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not in the deleted scene sections, it's not in the extended cut of the movie. I've seen the scene on YouTube. I don't know. Yeah, yeah just, this just sucks. Maybe. Anybody can upload anything to YouTube. You don't know. That's right. Someone made that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They, they got Andrew and Dan back. And they're like, listen, <laughs> this is going to be cool. Yeah, no one's going to talk about it, but it's going to be cool for us. Yeah. It's like that one thing they did with Zoe 101 where they brought the actors back, and they were like, we're going to make something cool out of this, and they never did any more of it, ever. No. They just well, teased something. You see, in rebuttal to all of this, I would say that if they didn't do this with the Goblin stuff and him having sickness and all that bullshit then he wouldn't have been a character that you can sympathize with, and he would have just been, you killed my dad. Uh, I guess that's right. It would have been the same thing. Yeah. So that's immediately, even with all the goblin, whatever, the DNA, what call it what you will, it's already ten times better. It is. Than the other one. I like a lot. I just don't like how it went about it. That's all. Hmm. He's my preferred Harry, though, out of all the Harrys I've seen. Honestly. Especially on rewatch, he was awesome. You know, I, especially I do like him as Harry. I think that especially with the cast that the Amazing Spider-Man movies have had, he was a perfect fit. He had the same kind of energy. I He's guess. a good actor. Yeah, he is a good. Actor. He's a really good actor. And to trans to transition into Electro, when when he goes to like bust him out and he's just like like begging him. And saying he needs him, that is just adorable. I wish there was just a movie about them. Yeah. Honestly, that and also, that pisses me off more. There's not enough time with them together. They're so cute. Yeah, they're separate the that, entire movie. It would have been like fucking Welcome what? back to the bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole them coming up and Electra's got a new suit somehow. That's cool. Yeah, who made that suit? I don't know, but it looks cool. cool. At this point, he's just made. He's just electrical energy. He can do whatever yeah. he wants. He's just the best. He'd have an eight-inch cock more and longer. Who knows? That's true. He was a building, and he spoke through the building somehow. So yeah. that's what's up. 
But they, they come in and then they just fucking knock that guy out. I guess kill him. Or did we just joke? About no, they definitely kill him because kill Electro him. has to jumpstart his heart again. Yeah, they jumpstart his heart. Welcome back to the second round. That's, yeah. That is the best part. So what did y'all think of Electro with the whole obsessed nerd turned villain trope? Because, you know, it was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman that did that. Electro that did that. Um, Guy Pierce from Iron Man 3 was also that. Riddler. Riddler, and then, uh, in a later movie, but Wonder Woman 84 with oh, yeah. Cheetah. That, 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 is a, that is very much a trope that exists. Hey, what do y'all think of that trope, and how do you think Electro did it? I think I'm not a fan of that trope normally ever, and I used to hate Electro in this movie, but after rewatch, that's the best that trope has ever done. That's the, I best. I other, think the other... best. I think the best that that trope has ever done is Michelle Pfeiffer. You know what? Made, you know what helped? I I like that too. Yeah. You know what helped looking at that and making it more realistic was watching Perfect Blue, because we saw Perfect Blue and it was just that obsessive. You know that girl. She was just so obsessed, and it's just and that made it like that made the concept of it more realistic to me. Because before it just like Skins did an episode about it and it wasn't that cool, like it wasn't that realistic. You know. So it was the first time that this concept has been introduced to me now that I see it as realistic. And now rewatching it with Electro, he's really good. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is really good. Yeah, Even I like the cast. Although I still, I laugh at, I'm not too crazy about the, you forgot my birthday, it's time to die. No, it's because he didn't forget, it's because he forgot his name first. Yeah, and then yeah. the birthday. It's because he, he idolizes Spider-Man so much, because... The, the, the scene where he freaks out on his co-worker. He's a Leo! You're a Sagittarius! And then, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. That was cute. But there there was a... It's foreshadowing. There was, <laughs> there was a one leak where... Uh, not leak. Yeah, leak of Kevin Feige's notes on Amazing Spider-Man 2. Have you seen any of that? Mm -mm. Well, and one of the notes that he had is, Electro's fucking cool. But that one scene where he's talking to himself in his apartment is a little hard to relate to at that point. And I think... That's not a relatable character there. Yeah, I would agree. But on the other hand, I really like that scene for some reason. Whenever he's talking to himself in the mirror? Yeah. That's the best scene. That's like, that literally sets up the fact that he is obsessed with Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't well, know. He wasn't saying it, like, ruins his obsession. It's like, it makes him seem more crazy than... Relatable. Then sympathetic. It's yeah. more exaggerated. I like the part where they're in Times Square, like right before he gets shot with a sniper rifle, where he's like, not there yet. He's not a villain. I, yeah, I love he that. just he wants to. The whole buildup when he like gets his hand on the car, he's going down the the streets. He goes to Times Square, and then Spider Man shows up. The whole battle. I think just that sequence alone is probably my favorite Spider Man sequence in any of the movies. That's I'm yeah. not gonna lie. That's like, yeah, I was feeling awesome. tense. And then, plus with the music, every time I try to mention the music as much as we could watching it, because it's just so good, Electro's theme, so perfect. And the whispering, and the flute, and then the dubstep, it's just all just... Mm, I want to come on it. I, if, it were, if there was a physical embodiment of just that scene, I would have so much sex with it. And I, I want more people to appreciate Electro. That's fair, I guess. Well, then give the movie a higher rating, you douchebag. I'm at four stars. <laughs> four stars is pretty good. No. No, it's not. Listen. It's a good movie. I like the second one. Mm. I just have my personal... I've had such a love-hate relationship with this movie. Like, I watched it for the very first time, 
My dad took me out of class in high school. It was just as a surprise so we could go watch it. I had a golf tournament, and I did not go. Uh-huh. So I lost. A, a golf tournament? Yeah, I played golf. I did not strike you as a golf player. I did. I was good. Huh. And, uh, I was all right. And, uh, I think this is a movie that I saw with my dad, too. It was weird. That's funny. Yeah, it was also with my dad. Huh. This is a so father-son was movie, old. I guess. It was an uncle movie movie for me. Hey, that's close enough. Yeah. But like, I just couldn't drive because I was 13. I saw it for the first time and really liked it. Liked it more than the first one. And then I watched it again about a year later and was like, well, I don't like this. Plus, you know, all the negative reviews, I guess, were somewhat feeding into that as well. Didn't like it. And then as years went on, I was like, this movie's not that bad. It's overhated. And then we just watched it. I'm like, yeah, this is a good movie. I'm on there, the there same are things, trip with you. There, there are things about it I don't like. But it's a good movie. I'm I don't not, think it's bad. I'm not going to lie. My favorite part about this movie is the romance. You see, that's my least favorite. It's oh, so really no, I well. I agree. It is romance fantastic. Is perfect. See, I fell in love with those two characters so it's, easy. It's it so good. It is written well and is acted well. And it, everything about it is good. Personally, I would just like say the movie's this long. About this much of it is romance. I would have just... There. But then they don't Shaved have a complete art. I don't. I'm not. Gonna, I don't like the bridge scene. I'm not gonna lie. The bridge scene. No. The, the I love you on the bridge and the swoops. You're my path. No, yeah, I'm gonna no. go to London with you. I don't Whoa! Like that. Now we're on. Whoa! That. He did it with Mary Jane in the PlayStation game in Miles Morales. He was like, I'm gonna go to whatever the oh, this country that literally doesn't exist. I'm just gonna go and leave this 16 year old kid to defend the entirety of New York. And you're cool with that? It's a temporary thing because they're still doing good there. She's reporting. On you know the war going on in Simcaria as a means to stop the war. There was a reason she is he is going and it's a temporary thing and he's coming back. You know he well, wasn't he was, just I love you. I'm gonna move to London with you. I don't know. Well, he was I, like, there's crime there, so I have something to do. I will agree with you to an extent because I also love it's just that. really cheesy. I don't know. Romance is cheesy. What about what about Spider Man? Isn't cheesy? Yeah. There's two different types of... No, 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 cheese. They're made from the same thing. It is cheese. So therefore, they go hand in hand. His whole character is cheesy. There is fun cheese and then there's romance cheese. And I don't like romance cheese. Well, that's just because... That's just a personal... And I said that to begin with. I stated it as a personal preference. Wait, to build off of it, I'll agree to an extent. I just love the bridge scene no matter what. But even re-watching it when he's like I'm just gonna go with you like when he said that I was like the electric the electric guy is still like yeah he's he's locked up but you don't think he's gonna escape and then also there's a later scene where he's jump starting his thing to make it magnetize and shit Mm -hmm. Uh, he was mentioning like god every time I fight him I just get fried but he only fought him like the one time yeah the singular time then he had like one tiny montage. It's kind of nitpicky, don't you think? I'm not saying it's not. We're just talking about it. It's like it's like in this one line, he said that he fought it more than once. <laughs> bad movie. It's a I, good movie. I, I give it four stars. I love said it. It's a bad movie. No, I know. It's just it's just like half of everything that we've been talking about is like the most nitpicky thing ever. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, I'll say now definitely nitpicky. I'm not saying it's not. From now, I'm going to say that Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is my favorite romance movie ever because hey, I have true. never been so invested in two characters in my life being in love. Dude. It's felt the most real, and it makes me envious because I've never had that. I love you on the bridge. That was the last sunset Gwen ever saw. 
Don't do that to me. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah, that's pretty. Dude, sad. that entire. That's a good sense that go also, that that Gwen death scene, I hated that as a kid. I thought it was, I thought it was paced horribly. Like it's all slow mo, slow mo, slow mo, fast, fast. Heads of basketball. That was incredible. What? Yeah, I wish the only thing I could get from that is I wish the smack was a little bit louder. It, it felt like just like, a, you know. And I was like, oh. Also, her head would have been fucking out. mush. Like, if we want to nitpick some more, I guess that's a rating. That's a rating thing, a PG thirteen thing. Like, I totally get it. Not criticizing the movie for it, but with the speed she was falling, that whip, her head would <laughs> cracked open, mush, done. It would not have just been a bloody nose. Wasn't in the original comics like way more graphic? No, in the original comics, a whiplash kills her. She doesn't smack her head on anything. He, uh, you know. Webs, he grabs her foot and he pulls her back, and that pull back snaps her neck. See, I thought that she snapped her back. Snaps her neck. In no, but in the movie that we just watched. No, in the movie, her head hits the concrete. You can hear the impact and everything. I think her whole body hit the concrete. Just her head. No, you can we'll still go watch it. She's like she dips down, and then her head hits it, and then she's kind of like an upside down U. Yeah, and then she like kind of goes back up. Yeah, no, her. Watch it. I've rewatched it many times. I need to rewatch because I'm morbid and it. I need it to fascinated me. But, but, but I wanted to find out. Andrew's performance during that scene. That's, yeah, that's also See, honestly, the second best Spider-Man scene in any Spider-Man movie. Honestly, I'm going to nitpick here. I don't like the way that Andrew Garfield deals with like his like people dying. I know it's a nitpick, but it's not my favorite. What do you mean people dying? Like, when Uncle Ben dies, he goes, Oh! When you do that, I'm like, oh man. I don't know. And then when Gwen died, you know, obviously that's like trauma, you know, but he was like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. When clearly she's just fucking denial. That's what happened in 007. Oh, just died. I know, but it's like, I'd be like, yeah, you're going to be cool, dude. I I wouldn't say it like that, obviously. Yeah, cut that out. I'm a good person. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be fine. Get up. I think think that's like one of my most favorite like things is whenever they're like dead and they're like, please don't be dead. No, I wish she said like, please don't be dead though. If it would have sold it for me, if that, but he was we just kind like, of said that. What did you say? I don't remember. He I said no, I, please, please. Which um, I guess he don't say more words, but that's. I just that. Need, I think I just needed a little bit more from him. Again, that was just a nitpick to me. I feel like most like what you said. Yeah, this has just been nitpicks against this movie. I don't think any of us have had an actual like criticism yeah. on the movie that was not nitpicked. No, I think my first thing about the. How they handle the goblin stuff. That's a criticism. That's not that's nice. How they handle the what? How they handle the goblin stuff. The, the disease. Know, that's a nitpick. That's not a nitpick. That's a criticism. That was stupid. That's me criticizing it. My nitpicks are because when I'm pointing things out, but I don't say it's a problem for the movie. It's just a personal thing. Because the DNA is... That's a personal thing. No, it's not. I think it just... It's too... It doesn't make sense for their characters, how they handled it. We've moved on from that. We've moved on from that topic. <laughs> now we're on the better stuff. But it simply just never made sense, though. We just kind of moved on from it because it didn't make any sense. My my problem is Peter has no reason to not even try to give his blood. He's immediately like, no, it's going to fuck you up. You can't do it. He's, it's immediately like that. And then Harry's like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I don't have a team that can figure this out. We need it now. They don't have a team that could figure that out because his dad just died of the same thing and they've obviously been working on it for years and Peter also knew that if he didn't that if yes, he gave him his blood a new, a new thing, the blood that Peter should have given him, then it would have been a new development 
they had doctor they had his father's blood before and they didn't cure his disease at all because that's what they were using it to cure for so if they had the blood which they did before it would have been fixed so obviously that's not the that's not the deal breaker you can't fix it with the blood because they had the blood before and his father was still not fixed but they're they're trying to get Spider-Man's blood. They don't know that Spider-Man's blood or DNA is connected to Richard Parker. But that's they, that's what they were doing. That's what they were experimenting on first. That was like the whole reason that. But he all put the his blood in happened. there in secret. They don't know that. There's also a scene where it's Peter Parker and Harry Osborn, right? And when they're he's trying to explain to him why he needs his blood, Peter goes. I don't know, what if something bad could happen? And then he grabs Peter and pushes him up against the window. And he's like, I need it! I would be... I would hell, I would hold back a little bit. Not gonna lie, I would hold back. If my he friend, doesn't push him against the window. No, he grabs him. I specifically mean, he grabs him. Yeah, he grabs he pushes him, him against the window. He pushes him against the window. There is a, it is tensing, because he's, he's up against that window, and he's, like, looking at But at it. that point, he's already, like, immediate denial, not giving him his blood, DNA, whatever, in the first place. I'm saying... No, he said, he, he said, like, I don't think I should give it to you, and he goes, I need it. He said, I don't think, so he wasn't sure. You know, the, the Peter, I, the Peter Harry, like, encounter with that particular, like, thing was handled very well in Peter's, and Peter was like, I don't think it's a, a good idea, because, A, I don't know Spider-Man, I took his picture from a long way, it was a, you know... Yeah, he didn't, he didn't give a Yeah, all of that stuff where he's like, I don't know him. Yeah. But, like, it was all of that added on. He was like, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think you should do this. It was also the fact that he then dressed up as Spider-Man, went to his home, and then just went like, nah, fuck off. Bye. But he didn't. So that he, he would did. Be, so that he would be mad at Spider-Man and not his friend. I, I want to help sure, you, Mr. Oz. Like any normal person would do. I want I to just, help I you, Mr. Like kind of word. Up. I really do. That is a line of dialogue that came out of his mouth, word for word, yeah, during that script. That. I yes. want to help you, I really do. It's not a no, fuck off. He's, I want to help you, but we don't know the Obviously risks. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. I get it, but, like, there, there's a because whole vibe. Like there's a whole vibe that you can be given from a fuck off type of scene that's yeah. versus, I want to help you, but this is not a good idea. Yeah. My point is, I just don't think it was done. You're a fraud, right. Spider-Man! And then he throws the... Yeah, that shit's funny. That was also the best part of it. Any Harry stuff is the best part. Harry is really freaking good in this movie. He's emotional. I like it. Hmm. So many people say this is not a competently made movie, and I don't understand why they think that. And so that's it. Like when I'm on Twitter, just scrolling to my own thing, you know, a lot of my Twitter is Spider-Man stuff. I'm trying to kind of feed it to where that's what it is, which means I'm playing a dangerous game. But thank God we're seeing No Way Home opening night. So, anyways, uh, you but like stay off for that week. Yeah, the British. You're right. Um, if they were real, of course. Yeah, you're right. But uh, a lot of what I see is, you know, people say, remember, just because The Amazing Spider-Man 2 looks good doesn't mean it is good. I see a lot of that. And I'm like, after watching this yesterday, what was wrong with it? It's the best. What's wrong? I, what, what, what's what, the best? You also said things that you think are wrong with also, it. Like, also, is, I Okay, fair. Yeah, you really you just went through a whole thing like, yeah, I didn't like it I pulled, for a while. I pulled... I pulled uh, a cane had a whole character. Well, I also, <laughs> I also want to say that if they didn't have, you know, the whole blood thing and it wasn't just specifically the Parker blood that could mix with the spider, then none of that arc would have happened anyways because they could have just fixed it. I, I suppose, but then you can just write it differently. I don't know. Yeah. Like what? One um, example. 
don't know. The writers could think of something. They're writers for fuck's sake. But they did think of something, and it's good. And it that's that's it. That's it. You just don't. You simply don't like it. Is the thing. Well, see, it's like, I it's do like, like it. I don't like how it ended up being at the end. The whole like when he's going to Norman and Norman has his fucking goblin fingers. The whole concept of Harry fucking dying and Norman is dead because of a goblin disease. I think that's fucking cool. That's I like it. Yeah. It's good. But <laughs> but I I'm sorry. I just don't like the I guess the dialogue that they used to go about the blood swapping or asking for blood. I don't. You didn't even remember the dialogue correctly though. So how would you not like it? Man, I don't, I don't know at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I changed my score from three and a half to four stars. Fuck you guys. Nice. Good. That's what's up. There you go. Because we're talking about it. And I just can't sit it's here a good and think movie. about anything that's wrong with it. That's why bad, bad. Yeah. Uh, if, we, if we are still talking about things that I don't like, the whole stupid shit, I get why it's there. I do. I get it. I don't like it. But every time you hear that little spider sense chime and he looks over and you see fucking Captain Stacy just sitting there staring at oh, him. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I hate it. I love it. it. It's I love so it. stupid. It's it so makes good. me laugh every time. It's every time like It's it. every time that she's about to get into danger, all he remembers is him saying, hey, don't put my daughter through that, and he still does it. And I feel it's like not there really was subtle. a... There, it's just kind of yeah. telegraphing. He's yeah. going to die. Yeah. So... Well, it's not supposed to be, hey, foreshadowing, she's going to die. It's supposed to be, hey, this is something that Peter's struggling with internally because it is still the best representation of Peter struggling internally. Well, he also vocally struggled with it internally when he was breaking up with her Yeah. at the beginning there. You can still do that without it. It's just when it's... Stylistically, yeah. Yeah, it's a style, a stylistic thing that I When he's, like, straight up seeing her father and then flashing back to, like, her father died and then keep talking about putting Gwen in danger and the risk of that, it's just... All that pile on is just saying Gwen's going to die. Especially her whole graduation speech but this is, about value, valuing life. Yeah, but we're also talking about something that happened in a movie, in the first movie, whenever we're watching in the second. So, of course, they're not just going to be like, hey, you remember this, right? Because it's been years after that. So they have to put those visual indicators in there so the viewer can be like, oh, you remember when he said that? The only reason it's stupid to you right now is because we watched them back to back. But if you were watching this in theaters, that would have been a good indicator. I, I think, I think I it's it fine the, the first time it happens in the cop car. I think that time it's fine, but then it kept happening, and I was just yeah. Like, I'll, I'll say the first time in the cop car, that's the face. The well, face the very ending, kind of... whenever she's going into the building to go turn off the thing, that's the best one. Whenever he pops up, right? That, that's just saying, like, by the way, in a few minutes, Gwen's gonna die. Yeah, that's just how it's saying. Oh, but he wasn't saying that in the very beginning. Whenever he showed up, no. Well, I, I say if they absolutely needed to have him visually be there stylistically, like Connor was saying, sure. The very beginning in the cop car, whatever. I still wouldn't like it at all. That'd be preferred. I think I'm on Kane's side because I think it's pretty important for that specific scene because at this point, he's like, you shouldn't be here, you shouldn't be here, and she's like, I'm going to be here, I'm here to help you, and then he goes, fine, you can fish me, and then, bing, and then he's right there. It's almost like a, oh, shit, he told me not to do this, and I just did it anyway. I'm not saying it's not important. I just think it's just too obvious. I think viewers are dumb. Yeah, that's also, also think very true. Dumb. Yes, so, but just because the viewers are dumb doesn't mean that I should be treated like I'm dumb. That's also fair. Y'all both just made some good. But you don't get like you don't. If Trump that is different for everyone. If well. he wasn't there, well, you yeah. would. If he wasn't there, and his dad and her dad wouldn't kept showing up, you would have just have to go on your own memory of him saying, "Hey, don't put my daughter in trouble." 
And me, for someone, who, they, for someone who watched this movie a week ago and does not remember any bit of it, I need that. That's well, they, something that I need. did say that, you know, he told me to keep you out of danger, but I'm not. How yeah, can I live with myself if I lose? Yeah, they say it. They say it. You yeah. don't need and those visual indicators scene. after he says it. It's but, like in the first one, there's one he's chasing down the criminals. And the trauma's not gone. Tra- I'm yeah. not saying it's gone, but like the stylistic thing, you don't so need just, that after he says it. it, it we know how, it's then, there and we know he worries then about it. Then how would you know? talk about this scene again. How would you know that Andrew's worrying about it whenever she's going into the building? Because he keeps telling her not to. And then so she goes, oh, I'm doing it anyways. And he goes, ah, fuck it, you're right. Instead of seeing the dad and going like, oh, this is a terrible he idea. Just was like, about or more just it was like, before that. Or more. So why would he not worry about it just because he's yeah. letting it happen? Well, because he was, let it her was go. Because he let her go inside of there and he goes, you're right, this is a good decision. And then that's when the second guessing, that's when the internalized struggle comes in. He, whenever he's I don't even think it was that, that is this. not him saying, you're right, that's a good decision. That's like, fuck, you're here, sure. Do this, this, and this. Be calculated, yeah. exactly, no I'm matter with, what. Yes, no, and even before, then. Before this, he fucking webbed her to her car, and then she escaped and came back anyway. Yeah. And he was like, why the fuck are you here? You can't be here. The whole point yeah, is literally. it's her choice. He realizes, yeah, it's your choice, I guess you're here. It's not her, it's not him going like, fuck, you're right. And then, like, yeah. needing to be reminded that she could die. He knows that. Yeah, he exactly. just said it. He's been saying it this whole movie. I think as a viewer, it's way more impactful with him being there. Because it's like, it's like she's about to go off, and holy shit, he's thinking about this again. Because this entire second movie, there's, like, every five minutes he reflects on something. And he's a very, he's a very internalized struggle person. All of his struggles, 90% of them happen internally. And the thing is, whenever we have a character that has internal struggles in a movie, if you don't have a visualization for it, you don't know that it's there. Not true at all. Yes. If you if you, you didn't can do it through dialogue, like we've been saying, you can easily do no, that. No, you can't do it through dialogue. Well, if you start it with a visualization, you need to end it with a visualization. You can't. You can't change that. You can't because the viewers will get confused. Yeah, and I, we are saying that he shouldn't have visualized Captain Stacy in the first place. So I think it's. Again, my argument is I think that's pretty important because with through dialogue, I think it kind of throws that character off to the side. That's like know? one of the most important part aspects of like his of Peter as well is his entire struggle with putting his girlfriend in the parts that he loves. And if you don't see that, if you don't see her dad coming up, then you just see her walk into the building and Peter turn around to fight. So there's no internal struggle there. If you saw that happen in the movie theater and she goes, I'm going to do it anyways, it's my decision, turned around and there was no struggle at all, Peter just goes, fuck, and just turns around and starts fighting. There's nothing there. There's nothing there for you to look he's, at and go. He's yelling at her. There's a conversation being had between the two characters, just like the romance. Is the conversation being had between the two characters being so, in love with each other. So it's after he yells You're at saying her? because there's not a visualization of a big fucking heart behind them, like every time they're in love, no. that... Them, no, their that's not what I'm saying at all. That's a completely different thing. What I'm saying, what I'm saying that's is exactly that, what you're no, saying. No, what I'm saying that. is that he's yell, he's yelling at her, and then she turns around and goes in. So what you wanted him to do was go, fuck, and turn around and just start fighting with nothing happening in between that, because that doesn't make any sense. If he's like, no, you don't need to do that, and she goes, I'm gonna do what I need to want to do, and then she goes, and he just goes. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> doesn't know how to respond to that. Yeah. So she, <laughs> so she yells at him and just goes, and Peter's like, yup. And then turns around and fights. That's what you would want instead of a visualization he, of, hey, oh no, shit. No, because he wouldn't say, yep, good job, Gwen Stacy. No, you were right the whole time. He, would, he wouldn't have said that. He would have just no. let her go and turned around and started fighting, which well, is not what Peter well, Parker would have done. What would you want to say? Be like, oh, but your dad said it. She'd be like, I don't care what my yeah, dad tell said. It, tell it through the dialogue. No, but your dad said that if you do anything, then you're going to die. No, because that's 
That's too much dialogue at that point. Oh, then be like, like, oh, stupid. be like, oh, Gwen, you remember what I said? What I said an hour ago, an hour ago into the movie, when your dad said that I shouldn't put you into dangerous situations. The main point is, you said it was more impactful for him being there. It's less impactful when Gwen fucking dies if it's just being telegraphed throughout the whole movie. I I don't think so. It I is. don't think it is telegraphed. Because watching it's, that... It is so telegraphed. It is. Personally, it is telegraphed it right is. in your face. I don't think so. I, I watched think, the I first think... movie in theaters, then two years later when this came out, I watched it in theaters. I didn't watch the first one in between or right before. I watched it in theaters, the second one. Every time that shit happened, I'm like, oh, fuck, she's dying. Literally the moment, for me personally... It, like wasn't, it wasn't the fact that she dies in every comic iteration, right? That, was, that. that wasn't what gave you it know, away. No, I didn't okay. know that. I didn't read I the comics. I was Yeah, I was like literally, like literally like, oh, they're foreshadowing the fact that she's going to die. Like, mm, you should know that because every like one of iteration of her dies. She's the only characters in comics that have stayed dead. Yeah, she dies. That she is, dies. That's that is her like, character. That is a big thing for Peter is her death. So like when it happened, that that is almost like one of the very few permanent deaths in yeah. comic books. So. You know what? Fine. For fucking comic readers, sure. All that stuff works. But I didn't fucking know that Gwen died in the comics as a 13-year-old child, which is the main audience for these movies. So it, it fucking so, told me. So it's the main audience. A 13-year-old is the main audience for these movies. No, so not you a specific 13-year-old. But that's what you, uh, The 13 children are the main audience for these movies, and you expect these children to remember a monologue that happened three years before. And not have that visual realization because well, outside it, of the visual visualization of Captain Stacy just showing up, they do flash back to it in the beginning. They do have a they, they do, do have a flashback, flashback to in that the scene. very beginning, and yes. that, that's not that has you nothing think, to do with the can, very end. There's a whole two you and think a half younger hours. People are stupid enough to forget two hours ago. Yes, I'm, I think I think, I think, I think, I think everyone is. I think adults are too because sure they can be. I think you underestimate the power of children. No, no. Here's my argument. I was so over, like over, like it was so overpowering the relationship that Peter and Gwen had. I wasn't thinking about the fact that oh, they're foreshadowing that she's gonna die. But then the trauma that he has is separate from the relationship with you know like Gwen because it's it's his thing about Gwen, right? So it's 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 all separate. And I was I was too busy thinking about the relationship that Gwen and Peter had, and I'm always just worried about you know like her you know doing things. But like I don't think I think the visualization was very very important to have because there's so many other things happening and dialogue dialogue can just fucking over, ran over like that you know and you can't you can't you can't, can't make a good point it's you can't verbally listening to both of y'all going yeah you got yeah, so you cannot verbally express internalized internalized trauma you cannot do that what if what there's if a, the the entire thing the entire point of peter in the second movie is that he's traumatized by that, he's traumatized by so many things, and that is a main moment of his trauma, right? And so if we didn't have that that moment where he saw that happening, you would have no idea that that's what he's going through internally unless he straight up told someone, hey, this is what I'm going through internally, what which if, is what you guys would have preferred because you want to be told through the dialogue. I was about to say, what if, and this is still kind of a dialogue thing, but like the first time you see Kevin Stacey in the cop car, because I, I think that one's fine. I think the face he's making is good because he just looks like a disappointed father. Which, to me, that's just a goofy face, but that's different, right? It, they had it there. No flashback. But then, at the end of the... But the other times that he's there, just cut out. But then the last one, you know, where it's like Electro's coming at him and you just see him right there. And then the... You know what I'm talking about? At the climax of the movie. What if instead of him standing there, you hear the leave Gwen out of it, kind of reverb, echoey in the background? I mean, you could do that, sure, but that's also just... That's also just, hey, this is internalized trauma shown through something that isn't dialogue. But not the flashback, it's just the audio. 
Yeah, I which think is, that's just. I think I would have preferred point, that personally. At that point, it was just if you're using reusing dialogue, but Echo just also show it. I guess. You know, like don't do half of it. But that's yeah, also. I also know, didn't realize that this that this little nitpick was going to spawn such a passionate debate. Well, it's Jesus because Christ. it's because it's because the entire point of his character is trauma and erasing half of that internalized trauma to where we just the audience doesn't see it at all. Like it's not one of those things where you should know that he's traumatized. Like we need to see that because you can't visually express someone's traumatization with dialogue. Also, and I agree with your, that. Your argument with the children Children don't know what that is. Children have no idea. 80% of those children don't have like similar trauma or understand how trauma works. So they do need that vis visualization because dialogue, again, can be walked over. And Dave just be like, forget about it. Mm -hmm. Who cares, you know? So, I mean, more it just needs sure. to be there. I hate yeah. to say this. This this genuinely pains me to say, I think Far From Home did it better. Whoa, when you see like a, when you see a mural of Iron Man or you see like – or people are going, are you going to be the next Iron Man – Subtle or not subtle? The, the, are you going to be the next Iron Man? It's not subtle, but like the mural when he's just on the roof of the building, looks over, sees the mural, because they both say, "Everywhere I go, I see his face." That that is said for both of them. I think Far From Home did it better. I'm going to pop a gasket. <laughs> I it did I, not do it better. No, I don't it think didn't it, do it better honestly, at all. It wasn't impactful at all in that movie. It. Well, I don't think so. I saw no trauma in that Peter. Yeah. I don't. Be, okay. No. 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 Let me. There is no trauma in the far in the. Tom Peter, none mm -hmm. at all. I'm talking about how they visualized it. Just the pure, oh, the visual, uh, okay. the pure objective visualization. I mean, sure, like, sure. Because like, had, cause like if they maybe, had a mural, like, right? Because he died. Like a mural, or like he swings by his grave, or something. Like I feel that. like that's that's the main thing that leads us to arguing about this in circles. Is I, it's just kind of like I don't like how they did it. I can see the importance in it. Of course, yes. I see it. And I, I just don't personally like it. And I think talented, very talented Hollywood writers could figure out a different way to visualize it. Yes. I'm not saying dialogue is the only way to do it. Don't visualize it at all. I don't like how they did the visualization. 100% agree. That. That's the Absolutely end agree. of my point. Sure. Like I said, if you would have said that I, 30 minutes ago, see, I, I said that. I no, I know you said that, but it was more for him. <laughs> I you also said that. Connor, I said that. No. Right? No. I did. No. You, I literally said what, I see the importance in it. What's been going on? You'll listen to this podcast and you'll be like, wow, I've contradicted myself every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I have re-listened to this podcast several times now and there have been no contradictions. I have repeatedly said I like that but disagree with how they went about it several times. This is so painful to re-listen to. This is the ultimate gaslighting. Not yeah. myself at all. Because this started off and you were like, yeah, man, they just shouldn't have done that at all. They could have told it through dialogue. It's word for word what you said. And, and then I would just could have. And then see the other part of this is both you guys corner me into saying like, oh, so you're saying this? And I go, no, 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 not saying that. That happens to me a lot too. I get yes. it. See, but, but that also happens between all three of you. Yeah, I was about to say he she does that to you all the time. Yeah. So yeah, we all do it. I'm not saying we don't. I do it too. Obviously. I'm just really saying that's what happens. <laughs> that's just he's what happens. He's pissed. He's teething. <laughs> I'm not teething. No, I'm just I got a smile. Nice no, gummo, bro. Gummo? Gummo. Gummo? See, yeah. if this movie was more like Gummo, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it was the closest to Gummo. If they, if they told the trauma the same way that Gummo 
tells its trauma of the town. Visually? For fuck's sake. Visually? No, through <laughs> found footage in a narration. Spider-Man narration with found footage. Yes, I wanted the yeah. cast members to take the camera cane you and then what? go around New York. You know and what? I wanted Andrew to... Homecoming did that, goddammit. Homecoming did do that. That's the fucking opening of Homecoming. Are you saying you want that again? No, this would have been before that, Connor. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, again would have been said, because Homecoming would have been the again, and Homecoming would have been shit. It's still... (laughs) We're not there yet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that happened. That is the thing that has happened. And it sucked there. It would have sucked here, too. But there wasn't an ominous monologue for that. And it's just like... (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah did not realize that that was going to spark such a passionate well, it conversation always, it always does if one of us gives it five stars and then there's a nitpick then it, 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 it turns into an That's argument fair. because we don't fully agree with the five stars no, no no it was simply the fact that you were avoiding the reason why it was there and you were just like I don't like it and I didn't I can't do that I can't someone can't I know just, you can't do someone that. can't be like things for Planet of the Apes yeah, someone, someone and can't, I laughed the whole time someone can't be like I don't like it and that's it like I need like there needs to be specifics or else my brain it just I, doesn't work it doesn't make I sense nobody. which is I, know. I need I'm a logical person my personality type is logician so if it doesn't make logical sense in my mind it confuses me and which my is, world is topsy-turvy and I guess that's why we go back and forth because specifically with shit like video games movies TV shows I'm very much emotional response yeah if it gives me a good emotional response, I like it. If it just made me go, mm, don't like it. Even if there's well, no reason the, behind it. If I was just watching it and romance, go, mm. you had a cheesy reaction. This is, and then you just didn't like it. There's yeah. no reason. Just yeah, don't. I just. This is why, like, I even said that it's written well and it's act. I'm sorry. No, this is why. This is why 90 percent of my arguments is, oh, but you like this, but you don't like this, is because I need to see your logic. Like there, I get, it's 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 just, all emotional. It's, it's emotional. Yeah. And that's like that's, that's something I need to wrap my head around because it's so hard for me to look at that. Like and be if there's like other things, that's not. What? But you don't understand my emotional ties <laughs> to the prequels. I do. No, you've I never just said give you shit for it. <laughs> you've never said that. You've never. You go. Those are shit fucking movies. How fucking dare you like these fucking movies? And then it's just end of conversation because I'm like, oh, I guess you're right. My bad. <laughs> I don't think I've ever once yelled at you since, like seriously. I think it's all been jokes every time. No, you've got. We, every time Star Wars comes up, you get heated because I bring up the fact that I think the prequels are the best of the three trilogies, and you just fucking me. So I agree. There's there's my little nitpick about your emotional shit. I, <laughs> I emotionally I get you're, emotional you're, over the if, fact that I don't like the prequels. If, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Your emotions don't tie in the fact that you think about other people's emotions towards other things. So again, logistically, does not make sense. I'm sorry. I like to yes. to say for the that's where I get stuck. Yeah. yeah. I like to say for the listeners, the I want Amazing Spider-Man two to be like Gummo was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I know it probably sounded like I was serious, and we had another heated debate about that. It was a joke, and we were we were smiling. I don't want it to be like Gummo. <laughs> Should we do start filming this podcast, bro? We need to, yeah. This is this is easily one of the most heated. Oh yeah, because this is this is the longest I think that we've stayed this heated, for sure. No, we've been more heated. Well, nah. maybe not recording, sure. Yeah, not not recording. No, no well, recorded. Even... I recorded y'all's little Star Wars shit. I recorded that, all of it. That doesn't count. We were drunk, and it was funny. I guess that's fair. Yeah, I don't even remember what we were arguing. Here we were. We were serious. It's serious business. Owie. Owie. There was no fun. It's serious business. We were defending right. our points. Kind of migraine or Seriously. something. Seriously. 
But yeah, dude. Yeah, I like the movie. Yeah, that's the other thing. We were all heat, like very heatedly arguing about a movie that we all collectively really <laughs> like. <laughs> I I just think like even even if everything we say is a nitpick, I I don't see a problem with nitpicking things we like. There's nothing wrong There's... with nitpicking it, but you have to be able for me to be like, no, <laughs> I know for you, <laughs> no, sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll come more prepared. I'll write some essays for you. And also, that's another thing, because of the whole fucking goblin thing, right? And because it makes logical sense to me. I'm like, he cannot give him the blood. He cannot do this. So it's and good. Green light. You know? Green light. I, I know, and I, I agree that it, I enjoy that plot line. It's just the way it happens. No, I, I know that's you. not enough. No, it's not. No, I don't get you. But I'm trying to understand you. I'm okay. Okay, I'm I'm not actively against you, right? It's now. just it's more like it's more like I'm on the other side when I see online criticism over things that I think are don't have any problems. It's like that when they criticize it, and I'm like, but it it's fine, you know. Speaking but of I'm on the other criticism. side, and I'm going like, yeah, I recognize that it's fine, but I don't like how they did it, and it's more like. I think, again, these Hollywood writers could have done something better. Like, listen... They're talented enough. I'm praising them. I'm praising them in my complaints. Like, speaking of online criticism, I was reading this, right? Because this is these are the common criticisms that I see all the time with this movie specifically. You should mm-hmm. pop up Kevin Feige's notes, too, on uh, Reddit. I need to see those, yeah. I'll probably pop them. Have and, you seen uh, the credits for these writers? They could not have come up with any better. Honestly... You were wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These writers are oh, not good. Me, I, I me, admittedly do not remember. I'm let me sorry. read this real fast because as I was reading this, I was like, "Okay, fair." But if this exact same stuff happened in a comic book, people would go, "Yes, okay, it works." Like, yep. It, yes, yes. Because right here, you know, this gets off to a pretty good. I'm reading this. Uh, this is um, a comic panel. No, 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 no. This is a review oh, for okay. this movie on Letterboxd. Yeah. Uh, you know, this gets off to a pretty good start. Then Peter and Gwen break up and get back together like six different times, and Jamie Foxx's Electro goes from misunderstood victim to mustache-twirling villainy in less than five minutes, and Peter's dad has a secret subway base, with a subway that rises out of the ground for absolutely no reason, and Harry Osborn turns into an angry troll doll, and then I want to turn it off. But if all of these sequence of events, how they happen in this movie, were on comic book panels instead, people would go, yeah, that works. Yep. Yes. Why is this different? Fully agree. That... This is my argument. A different no, I've used that same argument to you for other things. That's also true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe I, I remember. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> there's times where I don't think they did it well, yeah. but like I think this movie did it well. I, I yeah. do. But there are times where movies do things that were working in comic books that just could have worked in the movie as well. They just didn't do it as well. It's 100% better than the video game. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, the movie itself? Yeah. Oh, the the Amazing Spider-Man 2 video game is awful. Well, I mean mainly the story itself, because that story was like, Oh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 video game. Yeah. Yeah, that that game was awful. It was the one... I don't remember the ending. I think there was like... He fought Carnage, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of Blizzard, too, for some reason. Carnage was in the... Carnage was in the Amazing Spider-Man 2 video game. Kraven was in it. Kingpin was in it. Uh, Yeah, imagine if they were canon. How would they get those villains? (laughs) Uh, Shocker was in it. He's like the first villain you fight in the game. And then uh, Harry's Green Goblin and uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro shows up for one fight and then they're done. And then movie movie plot done. Let's get back to the plot that we were writing. 
It's totally different for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to hear some of Kevin Feige's notes? Yes. Uh, I'll I'll skip the ones we pretty much covered. Uh, could cut out plane crash and Richard destroying spiders and start on armored car. Don't start with Spider-Man. Let the danger and stakes to New York City build first, and then have Spider-Man enter the scene heroically. Tone down Paul Giamatti's performance. He seems a bit more menacing and less cartoonish. Or so he seems more menacing and less cartoonish. If you cut Richard from the opening and the plane crash, maybe you could instead do Harry coming home and seeing Norman at the top of the movie as a cold open. Uh, like the idea that eels go into Electro's mouth instead of burrowing, you can see the glow within him. I don't remember that. They like they don't really burrow in him. They kind of just bite him. Yeah. They shock him and they bite him. Uh, it says here need to set a power plant earlier visually, which it they yeah. did. So I think did they? Yeah, because there's a there's a hologram where Carrie K A R I. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that was added because yeah. of just no. I like that. And he's like talking to her as he's singing Happy Birthday. Uh, seems like the movie switches POVs a lot. Why are we in Max's POV during the car chase? Worth looking at playing out from Spidey's POV. Uh, there could be a better way to reveal that Peter is missing graduation. Maybe when you cut Gwen, you cut to the wide shot. That's more like technical stuff. Tiny note, don't think Peter would lie to Gwen about sirens. Maybe he just downplays it. I think maybe that's just how About sirens? Happen. No, when she's, yeah, when she's the at the phone. beginning, she's like, are those sirens? And he goes, no. No, no sirens at all. Well, so she's not in trouble. So she, because she's about to give a speech, and then he so has that whole dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's fair. Speech. Maybe that speech was added after she said that. Stan Lee cameo. Maybe need a little more emphasis on Peter here, trying to get out of his costume and not be not be seen. Set up a little more of the pressure and the principal getting closer and closer, calling his name. I guess it's more of just an idea. Yeah. Instead of seeing the ghost of Captain Stacy, can the, can we just hear the voice in Peter's head and maybe flash back to the last movie, which they did flash back to. And I even just said You that. did say that, yeah. yeah. Even Kevin Feige would be best buds. Don't think we should add Cap to, into the car chase, which... Don't think we should add what? Don't think we should add Captain Stacy into the car chase. That was the best one, though. There's too much back and forth with Peter and Gwen. Can we recut the dim sum scene? I guess the restaurant. Dim sum is the uh, restaurant that they were going to. Oh, okay. I like so that, that scene. So that it doesn't feel so repetitive Repetitive of their breakup in the last movie. Can Peter be more honorable and definitive and less wishy-washy? Why do we need a year to pass? I guess there's a montage. It's at the end uh, when they were at the... Funeral, and then I said that they oh, keep yeah. cutting back to him um, going back to the gravestone. That's supposed to take place in a year. Yeah, that was changing the seasons. So he can get over his trauma, Kevin. What the fuck? Harry's story feels like the main plot of the movie. Peter should look into the past because of Harry. Maybe find some photos of them together as kids. Use Obsession Wall, which is his parent, figure out the clues wall, to set up this part of the past and not just what happened to his parents. Which I, I think that'd be nice. I actually don't disagree with a single thing that has been said so far from Kevin Feige. I disagree with all of it. Even that one? I disagree with half of it. Even the Harry and Peter, like, more into their backstory? That'd be cute. Is it necessary? Well, I guess not, but... That's like it's like, like more Dan DeHaan. That's like, hey, let's add more more to this movie that people already think is too much. Fuck yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Not sure what Peter learns at Roosevelt is entirely correct. We're distracted by the idea that Peter became Spider-Man because of his father's blood. All the special backstory with his super scientist dad fights 
with the idea that Peter is a normal kid from Queens who becomes the greatest superhero in the world. I agree with that. Me too. Andrew's performance is all over the place. A lot of crying and then a lot of mania. No, Hard to track him emotionally. It undermines his reaction to Gwen's death because he gets upset and emotional a lot. Peter's an emotional person, though. He's a lot of trauma. Man, literally, like, even in the comics, in almost every every uh, rendition of him, he's a, he is a mopey character. This yeah. is Kevin Feige pre-trauma. Don't worry. Pre-trauma? After his character development, he'll get it. <laughs> we should also keep in mind, if, if some of these were added after, like, the power plant visualization, like, maybe some things that change. And, uh, and I guess, sure, maybe less crying, specifically. Sure. Whatever. I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, I don't think... I think that's a nitpick. I'm, that, I guess, sure. The but, like... Sorry. 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 No. Go ahead. It just, but Peter himself, in almost every rendition, is a very trauma-based character. Pretty much everything that pushes him is some level of trauma. Whether it's Uncle Ben's death, when Stacy's death, the weight of the world that he puts on his shoulders, there's always something. He's not a happy character. The happy is like a, I know a metaphor, but it's a mask, right? That it's to hide how he really feels. Yeah. Also, also sorry. Oh, Peter Parker. This has never been a normal kid from Queens. He is a super genius. This He is always at the top of his class. That is not a normal kid from Queens. So being like, oh, we need to stay with the narrative that he's a normal kid from Queens, he never was. I say, I would say uh, emphasizing, like, he's just your average little teenager, ad- average guy from, yeah, when it gets to, like, just minimal, minimalizing? Yeah, words, man. Also, if you don't, if you don't when have it super... gets to like minimalizing it to just normal person, I would agree he's not in any iteration. It's just for me when it gets to like the you're special. You got special blood to make you even better than everyone else. The special just more of a person. I think aside to that, when he's like he wants him just to be an average person. This is where I disagree the most with Kevin Feige. Of course, everyone's different, but I don't see Kevin Feige as an all-seeing god for everything in the world. I don't either. By yeah. the way, it was just, I just I said I agree so, with him because if you if we wanted somebody who is like, uh, sorry, hold on, I don't I don't see him just some average kid because if we did that I think that, that just downplays everything that he is you know because then we're just downplaying the fact that you know he's always had all this trauma he's super smart he has all these like meanwhile he's a loser he has like relationships with people you know and like that just downplays everything he's just yeah it's like that, that would be like just picking someone off the road like hey kid you're Spider-Man go at it you know and I don't want that fuck you Kevin Feige that's also true I like, I like the idea and message like again going back to Spider-Verse where it's like anyone can put on the mask but even I've we talked about this before. There's that joke where it's like, no, I don't think he means you specifically. I yeah. think it's a very broad term. Yeah, it's like that, you know, like when people take that mindset of I can be, you know, yeah, I can be Spider-Man, and they run with it. No, that's not what it means. Like not specifically, just like yeah, because we know it's that the, more of the message, like the feeling. We yeah. also know that you basically have to be a super genius to be Spider-Man, because with yes, every always because is. with every web swing, he calculates his momentum. Yeah. Yeah, so they like, even mention that in the game. Yeah, like so like builds web shooters and shit. Yeah, so like you can't, you can't, you know. I draw the line at making a Hollywood costume. And also, this is this is another defense <laughs> for his parents. I don't. I can't see any kid just like he grows up from normal aunt and uncle family that don't obviously know anything about tech, and now he's a super genius. Like he needs his parents 
intelligence, and that needs to be like prevalent throughout. So the- you're saying that yeah. you don't like Malcolm in the Middle? <laughs> what? I don't know about that one. <laughs> Actually, if you're asking me honestly, no. Oh really? I don't like it. I like that show. It was. Um, <laughs> uh, it's too much. But yeah, no. I don't know. There's this other note, kind of like the morgue, but hate the dancing mortician. So that was cut, because that wasn't in there. The morgue? Yeah, when Electra's in the morgue. Because he just kind of falls over and then cut. He's in New York. So, yeah. I, so, what, so did Kevin watch this at, like, some special press screening or some shit? No, I, I think these are, like, they were sending the movie over to him because they were successful with the MCU. And they're like, what do you think of this? Because there were still, like, a lot of criticism for the first Amazing Spider-Man. So they're like, what, what notes do you have, Kevin? You are doing a really good job over there. Everyone loves your movies. I think it was more like that. Oh, okay. You know, they like some of a rough cut what they had pretty early on. And some things did change. Well, because the way he's writing this makes it sound like he got the full copy of the movie. Like, it was done. It was done and set, ready Let's to go. See. Like, he watched it at a screening, not just they kept sending him shit. Like, a rough cut is. This one, start to finish, usually. This one, surveillance. Uh, our rough cuts are like, I shot somebody the other day. <laughs> Well, like, I yeah. took it when he was saying, it was like, okay, we've got this scene that we shot. Boom, what do you think? we got this scene that we shot today. Boom, what do you think? I don't know. Maybe I was just... I think they would have showed him, like... Yeah, I think they showed him. Maybe, like, movie. obviously not, like, completely finished, because you don't understand. Because there's this one note. The surveillance scene should be about following Harry, not Peter. No one should be following Peter, which is what they cut. So, that also... I agree with him. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Kevin. One. Can Electro oh, hum Itsy Bitsy Spider before he plays electronically? Maybe we can use this again. What? Very ominous. Like that audio, I think. Like he wants the audio of him humming. Uh, Maybe we can use this again. That's a good idea. I like it. There's a final note. Don't show New Yorkers looting. That's funny. What? Don't show them looting. I think at some some point there probably somebody was looting. It must have been a topical thing. When did... Well, uh, it's like still... I think in most movies it's like just New York is a family. They love each other. No, they always put in, like, the, we're New Yorkers, we're, you mess with all, one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah. I'm not shitting on New York, by the way. I'm just doing a really offensive impression. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah I think it's during, like, the power outage, the four-minute power outage, the four-minute crisis. It's yeah. timed perfectly. Very good. Really? Yeah, four and a half minutes, they said. Huh. Remember you timed it, you were like, what? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Well, because. Normally they don't. Yeah, when no. it's not timed correctly, it pisses me off. I hate it. It's out start. That's why I just hate timers and movies in general. Yeah. It's like, uh, So you hate the show 24? I've never seen that. It's not about bomb or something. Each each season is 24 hours. There's 24 oh, episodes. Oh, yeah, that show. It's like crazy editing, dude. Yeah, one, it's every like episode is one hour. Things. Like, real time, one hour. And every season takes place within the course of 24 hours. There's 24 episodes. No. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of information. Especially, yeah. I've seen a few clips. It's like... It's like going back and forth between everyone at the same time and shit. It's but, like you're following multiple things. That sounds awful. Like, it's like that one. Concept, I could be wrong. I've I never could. heard anybody shit on it. So it's like that really one. True. Yeah. Did People he get a video it. game? I think he got a video game on the PlayStation 2. I would hate that. Let me fact check this. That just reminds me of that one PTA movie, but like for 12 hours. What is it? The big one? Big cinema experience? His things. Bailey's favorite. No. Magnolia? Magnolia, Magnolia oh. yeah. Have you seen Magnolia? It's yeah. like an ensemble of like 12 people. Right there. Yeah, no. yeah right there. Oh, that's right, it's Kiefer Sutherland. 
Oh. Wow. Wow. On the PS2? PS2 for life, baby. All I see is a vampire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a cowboy. And <laughs> a <The> cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This game just looks like it's a third-person shooter. That sounds... Essentially what the movie is, the show is. That sounds like the end. Yes. So, in conclusion... We all liked this movie. Despite yeah. how heated we got, we all liked it. The second one's <laughs> fucking awesome. The first one looked and felt like a fan film. I don't I don't like it anymore. I don't think it looks like it's a fan film. It's the greatest fan film I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it, that's a... Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I've seen fan films that are ten times better than cinema films. That's true. And I've seen shows that look like fan films, but they have a production value of a cinema. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just didn't like how it looked. I don't. What'd you give them? Ratings? Uh, the third one is like, I don't know. It's lower. The third one? Or not the third one. The first one, it's lower than whatever it was. I don't know. The second one's four stars. Gotcha. If it, if it fixed to my needs, then it would be seven stars. Yeah, why the fuck did they ask Kevin Feige? They should have just asked you. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> 13-year-old? <laughs> I would have told him what's up. Uh, Spider-Man 1, three and a half. Spider-Man 2, initially three and a half, and then after talking about it, I changed it to four just now. Yeah, That's I saw when you were better. When I pulled up, when I was pulling it up to look at uh, some reviews just to see what criticisms were, because I cannot find a high rating outside of ours. I know they exist. Yeah, nobody it in my says, friends list likes this movie it at says, all. It says that they exist. Like, when you look at the at all of the bars, they exist. There's high reviews. You gotta oh, sort what? it by highest first in the top yeah. right. Well, I was hoping that maybe if I clicked on it, it would, you know, there would be a good mix. No. no. They're all twos and one and a half. No. But, but say, despite how much I, I did love this movie, I'll use the word love, because I did. It's a beautiful movie. Uh, when we finished, you said that you can't see how anyone could possibly hate that, even though you also said earlier that you had. I like that, but but if you also heard me, also I, I know because <laughs> I was just mentioning it. I was. I'm getting to that. This is let not, me finish the thought. Damn it! This, this isn't an attack on you. I was just hold on. I was finishing my thought. Despite how much I love this movie, if someone comes up to me and, and like says this movie sucks because this this and this, I can be like, I mean. Yeah, but it's fucking awesome. Dude. I would tear their fucking argument apart. Yeah, you would. You would be really I'd tear it apart. Yeah. Don't agree with me? Wrong. <laughs> My opinion? <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, I also said, like, within those years, you know, when all the negative about this movie was being said, it that it just must have been feeding what yeah. I was thinking. I The time that I did dislike this film, which wasn't, like, too intensely ever... Because I've always liked it to a certain degree. It definitely was like, well, everyone else hates it, so. Well, yeah. Then I watched it when everyone was saying that in my ear, and then I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I still did like it. I did. In my heart. Final you, thoughts? Uh, final thoughts for the first one. We did not talk about the first one all that much. We just kind of said a couple things and moved on. There wasn't much to say. There is not much to say, no. aside from the fact that it's Andrew and Emma are great. we made. Big lizard. It's just, it's not, I don't think it was at all ambitious in any way, and it felt empty. I don't think, like for me, Final Thoughts of Andrew and Emma. They were, obviously, every single thing. Sorry. On the first one, uh, I I think it's good. 
I don't think it's empty. Like, I, I don't know. If I'm going to watch the origin story movie, I'm going to turn on the first one, the Raimi one, yeah. all the way, baby. But I love Emma, and I love Andrew. They're great. I love Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben. I think he's fucking awesome. He's, he's the best. And uh, he reminds me a lot of my dad. For some reason. I, I just watched Uncle Ben and the Amazing Spider-Man and I just it reminds me of my dad. And I mean that in like the most complimentary way possible. You know, I'm not saying that as a I wish he was my dad. dad. Yeah? I love Martin, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen or Martin Sheen's Uncle Ben? Martin Sheen's Uncle Ben. Funny enough, Martin Sheen was uh, well known for being a terrible father. Well, <laughs> well yeah. Hey, yeah. So <laughs> I did not know that but his Uncle Ben him. was a know, good father. Do you know who his kids are? Yeah, I know Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Like, Emilio Estevez? Yeah. That's his child. Did not know that? That's his kid. I knew Charlie Sheen. I didn't know Emilio that. Emilio Estevez is the child that he abused and, like, threw off his side. Charlie <laughs> Sheen's the one he liked. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the whole thing. There's and a... the media is just like, oh, that happened. As they did not know that. Yeah. He had a, but like he I said, I was it he had a girlfriend about... or a wife or something that wrote a book about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. book on it. I was talking specifically yeah, I know about the Uncle Ben from the movie. I know the actor then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, despite how perfect I think he is as Uncle Ben, now that you say that, like when we were watching that, there was like a little bit like, oh, maybe. Angry me. I guess. <laughs> I well, he was he was definitely mad yeah. that one interaction that they had. Mm -hmm. Not the oh, one. Like... Yeah, that's why I love the. That's why I love that movie because like the real life interactions between the family and the yeah. trauma and the everything like the relationships is good. For you know, I I still have to defend the cinematography. I don't know. Oh, I sorry. think the first one looks good. I think the its... first one is gorgeous when it's at night in the city with that cool suit on. That's gorgeous shit. I just don't know what it is. Anytime they were in a building, I just I wouldn't say anytime they're in a building for me personally. I do think though that the first half, I think the movie is pretty slow up until it starts to pick up at Uncle Ben's death, but then it like really like finds you know what works when he gets the suit. Not that not the mask with his like jacket and shit, but like his suit when he mm -hmm. gets that. It, it found yeah. its sweet spot. In Around that spot, spot, I'm just like, this movie should have just started here. Funny enough, when I was a kid and I would just rewatch the movie, I would start there. You missed out on all of that relationship building and the I was dialogue. A child. And the... I didn't care. I just wanted to watch Spider Man. Well, I, now. I still love all the Uncle Ben stuff. But like now, if I were to rewatch it, I could never. I, was, start I would just be there. like, just restructure it so it starts at a more interesting spot instead of just rehashing, but better. Mm -hmm. So it is, it's rehashed, but better. Well, it's not that at all. It's just the fact that, despite that it was better, I don't think it added anything. It was just better. Also, Except Lizard. for the subway scene. Sorry. Subway scene was edited horribly. That was, like, Quantum of Solace awful. No. Subway yes. scene? No. Yeah, when he's in the first freaking one? on the subway scene, and he's just, like, attacking everyone on accident. No, I think that was that fucking was, awesome. Yeah, that wasn't really fine. I would not have read to Quantum Solace. Quantum Solace gave me a fucking aneurysm. I wasn't... There were, like, five or four cuts, like, in three seconds in the subway scene. And you it know was what Quantum Solace did? That was the entire movie. Oh, yeah. So, no. It was the whole movie. And if the subway scene was the whole movie, it would be bad. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Plus, I actually really like the subway scene. It was, like, all those scenes, like, back-to-back -back early on, like... When it is just rehashing, he's like going to Oscorp, and he's on the subway, he gets fired by whatever, however order it happens. It felt like too fast. It felt like they were like, 
Yeah, we gotta do this stuff. No Spider-Man movie. That's, That's fair. That's but fair. you just said that you wish they could have just skipped that part and started with the Spider-Man. So they rushed through all the origin because you need the origin. You can't not have the origin. You, you can because everyone knows it. <laughs> they didn't know it at that point. But the only reason the whole trilogy. The only reason people know it at this point is because we've had two movie series. That's why they didn't want to do it again. But if you re if you do one remake, you have to do that origin story again. I disagree. I'm with Kane on this. Imagine if they did Planet of the Apes again and then it just they were just like already back on Earth instead of just that entire first movie. Well. Cuz you need that. It's a crucial part of Spider-Man's story. And to just toss it to the side and be like, ah, everybody knows that already, when they probably don't. It was only five years apart. But There's the, a whole trilogy. You're, you're, like, you're like skimming over the fact that like there are people in this world who probably went and saw, that was probably their first Spider-Man movie. There are kids yeah. who did not see the Raimi trilogy, so you need that. Just sure, putting it off to the Spider-Man side. Movie. It doesn't need to be told the same way at all, though. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was completely different. It was just retreading the same steps, but with better acting. And there was nothing new. I think that's and it was okay. rushed. Especially when... It's when just like, if you're going to rush through it, then why show me it at all? I don't think it was rushed. It yeah. felt rushed to me. It took like 30 minutes. It felt like five. I mean, we played video games, the same video game over and over again. But wait, it, it, felt, it felt like five and that's you're... like, you're doing shit. Yeah, but you Constantly. know what's going to happen. Am I wrong, or did sure, he not just say that it was, like, a very long, boring intro, and he wished that they just cut to the action? Yeah. But then now I didn't you're... say long and boring. I said it was just nothing new and the same thing. Mm. I, I think you said that the second time, but I think the first time you said it was boring. You did... You, boring definitely came out of Sure, boring. Not long, though. Boring because it's repetitive. I... Maybe if you maybe maybe there's a whole movie already. Maybe because you saw it like within a month of each other. But if you're a person that hadn't seen that, and it has been what like seven years since the other Spider-Man one came out. Spider-Man. How how long between Spider-Man one and Amazing Spider-Man? Oh, Spider-Man. Ten years. Ten. So you're saying that you want people to remember a plot that happened ten years ago? Well, when I went to see this in theaters, I remembered it. So I'm sorry. I was. So, so it's more of just like a you thing. Though. Sure. Again. Sure. Again. <laughs> okay. Every criticism is just a you thing, which, yes, that is technically correct. Every criticism is man, a I you wish, thing. Man, I sure wish they didn't put that origin story in there because I personally already knew it. <laughs> like, okay. It's not the fact that I already knew it. It's the fact that it felt rushed to me. We need That's to make, all. We need to make the West cut of these amazing Spider-Man movies. Dude, I'll fucking do it. It'll be like 30 fucking minutes. <laughs> Just cut. Well, considering it already feels like a fan film anyways, might as well just make it a short film. Yeah, that hurts me. A really oh, expensive a fan film, because the lizard looks good. Except his Goomba face is funny. It's really funny. His Goomba face. He should have worn the coat. It's his like, lab coat. No. I agree. Uh, it would have been that's great to see him in the lab coat for more than disclaimer. five seconds. It's just everything about that movie was ten times better than most Hollywood movies I see. So denoting it to a student film is just What's sacrilege. funny enough is I remember years ago, uh, oh, fuck, maybe in like 2015 or something. Maybe no, after that because Amazing Spider-Man Two had been out for a while. It should maybe been like 2017. Uh-huh. You and I talked about these movies and you hated them. Yeah. You called Mark Webb a mediocre director and these movies boring. Yeah, I remember it was on Twitter where we were talking about this. I sure did. Well, 
Well, that was before before he became a cinephile. That was no. <laughs> it was it was simply before the fact that like something about me before whenever I was not able to come clean with my own faults and my own trauma and all of that stuff. Whenever I saw an arc in a movie, or you know, like the message was had something to do with internalized trauma or like dealing with yourself specifically. I just said no. Don't want to hear that. I want to see pew pew fight. You know. But now that I am you know, emotionally intelligent a lot more than I am before. Now that's like the kind of thing that I look for in a movie. Like yes. the the whole trauma with Spider-Man is easily the greatest Spider-Man ever. Like just all of that that I, I just love. So, yeah. It's just, it's funny mm-hmm. how shit changed. You're correct. I do, I actually do remember uh, saying that. And to be honest, I don't remember if I said it just to make you mad or not. It could have been either or, I guess. Props to you for owning up to it, though. Yeah, there you go. Well, also, I have to, people that, don't do that. That would have been years ago. Oh, so yeah, you kind of no. have to own up to it. You know, this was years. Not that it matters, <laughs> even if, you know, I was wrong, but, like, it's, like around well, also, it's just it a funny out. little thing. Also, take, take in mind, like, a year before I rewatched Citizen Kane, I watched it, and I was like, that's the worst movie of all time. Yeah, and then I watched it. In a year. Yeah, and then I watched it a year later, and I was like, oh, that was actually just, really just good. Just like how I, I used to love the first Amazing Spider-Man, and now I, I don't. And like how I was with Homecoming. When Homecoming came out, I was like, yeah, that was good. And then I watched it three fucking times in the movie theater and went, this fucking sucks. Yeah. So, and we'll get to that. That's a whole, oh, that'll be a worse episode. I can't wait. One week, baby. Dude, watch me just be with you 100%. Please, for the love of God. Oh, I know you will. I, I need, I need You're gonna somebody. You're going to be with him, but for different reasons. I don't he'll care. circle back for the same reasons. I don't care if they're for different reasons. <laughs> I just need someone to hear me say, I hate homecoming, and they go, yes! I just need that. I just need to hear it. I don't care yeah. if we hate it for different reasons. <laughs> I just need to, I just, yeah. God damn it, I need to hear it. It's funny, I don't hear it enough. I, I've never said I hate homecoming, but I've definitely told you, yeah, I don't really care. I kind of don't like it. I've said that to you. Have you put if you put any of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies before the Amazing Spider-Man one? I will do things. <laughs> what before? Yeah, like if you put it on the list above. Yeah, I was. I thought you meant like viewing. I'm like, just imagining those. You want to talk about something that feels soulless? Yes. Like yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, sorry. We that's gotta save, we gotta podcast. save those. That's for... another podcast. Anyways. So would you? What you oh, oh Ski, what would you give it? Yeah, uh, I gave the first one four and a half. I was really high, honestly. The only thing, in retrospect, the only thing that I didn't like about it was that the main bad guy is just a big lizard, which I could do in my backyard. I mean, the lizard is yeah, dark in the comics. Big yeah, costume. but they just didn't make him that dark. I mean, you know, they did, they actually cool. did a pretty good job with him. Like no, the, they they did, but like in the comics, he ate his own son. Oh, and that's fucking awesome. He ate, they should have he, done that. He ate his son as the lizard, and that drove him mad to the point where he stayed the lizard permanently. Bro, that's crazy. If they did that, because okay, let's oh, also just quickly point out the the first movie is clearly a much darker tone, like probably yes because of Dark Knight. Yes, like, absolutely. Yes, hundred percent darker, more serious, dramatic tone, and the second one is more funnier, and maybe that's why I like the second one inherently more now because I like the funnies. I don't know. I don't know what I'm pointing out, I guess. I just did. Yeah. Fuck you. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, on the other hand, five stars. Beautiful movie. I can't, I can't say anything bad about it. It is gorgeous. Yeah. It's it's one of the most gorgeous movies that That's I've seen in general. We never, we didn't really talk about how gorgeous. <laughs> no, but well, there's not much to say other than it is. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and the soundtrack, ask, soundtrack is beautiful. I do want to ask because I hated it, 
as a kid. Still not crazy about it, but I don't hate it anymore. I just think it's meh. Well, you know, when Gwen is falling and he shoots the web and the web looks like a hand. Yay, love, it. Love, it. love it. Love it. Love it. Huge fan. Oh, I don't mind it. I hated it as a kid. I never minded it. I, I, was, I just went, oh, yes. No, because it's, it's his final grasp. Yeah. yeah. And it's I recognize his, that now. Oh. But I just look at it and go, yeah. Yeah, as yeah. a kid, I bet I looked at that and went, oh, stupid. Yeah. I know I did, actually. So, But, <laughs> yeah. It's just as a kid, weird. I didn't really mind it. And I, I guess I still don't mind it. Yeah, at this point, it's just like, 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 that's cool. Nice. You were for it, too? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why people would, like, dramatically hate on that one thing. People just hate on everything about that that movie. I'm going to be real. Tell me about it. Well, they do. The only only compliments I see for The Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man 2 is that it looks good. Every every other thing people say about it is how bad it is. I see that all the time. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Well, anything else before we close this bad gave, boy off? I haven't even well, said what I gave. Oh, shit. You do it, then. Yeah, I gave uh, the first one four and a half. I love it. I love Andrew. Hell yeah. Yeah, I love it. And then I gave... Uh, actually, my rating didn't change from like when I logged it the first time versus now, and it stayed at four. I gave it four stars. It's like a very strong four. Yeah. Like, four stars, but really big stars. Yes. <laughs> Real big, <laughs> and, and I and after watching, You're gigantic dude. And after watching all of these, I still stand by how I have them ranked. Nothing has changed. I just I like it. That's fair. I will give you my ranking of Spider Man after we see uh, Far From Home. Yeah, not No Way Home. No, no, no way sorry. Home. Oh, we need to. Yeah, I guess so we the titles home. suck. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just make it fucking Spider Man One, Two, and Three. <laughs> yeah, imagine, imagine <laughs> wanting it to be so fucking complicated. But there's already a Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. You know, Fuck. I'm not going to lie to you. That was... Uh, sorry, this is another like side Halloween. That's That's the only reason why I didn't watch Star Wars sooner. It's because what the fuck am I supposed to start with? Yeah. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's dumb. Sorry. There's two ways to watch well, it. It used to have, like, the number in the title, but now they don't. It's so dumb. I don't know. Or no, they, they never it's did. It's episodes. And so, the prequels. They had the numbers in the movie, of course. After they did five... Or during five. Sorry, the whole side conversation. That's insane. It doesn't matter. But yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Numbers are hard. That's all good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Film Crumbs podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, follow us at Flatbread Films on anywhere you have social media. You can follow me at Taco Father anywhere. Uh, Wes Lesser on anything. Uh, honestly, if you follow me, you'll probably get really bored, so don't even bother, because I don't post on social media for shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, also don't And then, honestly, me. if you comment anything, I'm probably just going to make fun of you, because I really enjoy making fun of people. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're probably just going to get pissed off anyway, so don't even bother. The pain. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at, uh, Connor the Big Nerd. So, yeah, do that. Please, I need some engagement, goddammit. Alright, thank you so much for listening. We love you. 